I have a GM question for you guys. How yeah. how much do you enjoy when the GM of a game peels back the curtain, so to speak? So like last session for whatnot, when we were doing the, the dreams and whatnot, and I, I made the remark saying, oh, Josh is going to wish that yada yada. Stuff like that. Do you do you think that breaks your immersion because now you have knowledge that you wouldn't normally have? Or do you like kind of having the curtains slightly peeled back every now and then? Because I've thought about it and I, I'm not sure what the best way of doing it is. If it's one of those where keep the sort of behind the scenes details secret until like the end of a book. And then if anybody has questions about, but what about what would have happened if this and that happened? And and then just go over it once the book is done or do it kind of like we're doing it now where we just kind of whenever but I didn't know what your guys' thoughts were on that anyone want to stab first? okay I will actually uh, Matt Colville put out a video if I'm not mistaken about this very topic and he kind of changed my original thoughts on it because I used to be a, the kind of person that was like ooh I don't want to see that side of the screen you know, there's a screen for a reason uh but with time he talks about like one of his biggest things is preserving like not just the integrity of the game but like that shared belief in this world that you're creating making sure that you don't shatter that illusion obviously on some level we're all aware of the fact we're playing a game but he talked about really clever ways of peeking behind the screen in ways that add credibility or believability to the game you know like verifying that yeah no according to the book you guys had to do this or it could have fallen apart kind of thing things that when you peek behind the screen it adds agency into the player's hands and helps create that feeling that they're crafting the story he says that's the best time to use it else pretty sparingly yeah because another example would be like when you were in nava's tower and you had like the unseen servant like Technically, you would have had no way of verifying if it was an unseen servant. I came out and told you once you kind of questioned that that might be what it was. But it's one of those where it's like, I could have just let you ponder it until like the end of the book. And then you could have been like, okay, hold up. What was what was with that tower? And then I could have told you. Or just tell you right in the moment, be like, yep, that's what it was. I think, I think like anything, there's not a golden standard, but it goes back and forth. Like, I remember uh, minor spoilers for Rise of the Rune Lords. I remember back when Sarah was first running it, and there was this really cool backstory for a horse. And she was all like, y'all are never going to learn this. You're never going to know. <laughs> and I think it's the same kind of thing that we had in Iron Fang Invasion for the, the one hunter wraith. Um, or yes. whatever he... Kill. like. Kellogg and the Lynx, we're never going to learn about that. No no realm in any capacity is our characters in-world ever going to come across that information. So sometimes breaking the fourth wall for the sake of adding depth to the story, I think that, that kind of stuff is acceptable too, even if even a few characters wouldn't technically know that kind of thing. Going That's just my two cents. Unseen Servant, Jason, would that have shown up if we had used Detect Magic? You'd have known that there was a magical source there, but you would have had to identify it. You'd have, Roll you'd have had knowledge to, arcana. Yeah, the problem is that since it was moving around, when you tried to detect it, like after a round or two, it would be like out of your vision. So you'd have to keep changing where you were detecting. Because like the first time you detected magic, and I think it was I think it was Gideon detected magic, and he like is like, oh, there's an aura there, and then he stepped forward a little bit, and I think I said that he noticed it was like a conjuration aura. And then by the third round, the thing had just like moved past him. 
so he would have had to start all over with the identification process because it takes all three rounds. So that's the only difficulty with figuring out exactly what it was. Well, I feel like from a GM perspective that I've been very loose with what I've shared for Rune Lords, and usually it's been after we end the session and I'll go through and say things that I changed or things that I did. Um, because I, especially early on when I would change things from the book, I felt guilty <laughs> and I felt like I needed to divulge that <laughs> to ease mm. my guilt. And looking back, I think that only made things worse. I think that only served to heighten my anxiety as a GM, because if I made a call and if you guys were like, oh, that's not how it works, then I look bad. Whereas you guys would never have known that that was you know, the way I did right. something. So, like, I've kind of purposed that moving forward when I GM, I don't want to give away too much of the mechanics of things, but if there's story elements, by all means, like, I would share that outside of the session, um, but I, I don't want to I don't want to go over like, combat decisions that I made or tactics or things, because I think that just makes me, I don't know, makes me more anxious. I think the other thing too, like to that end, there's some stuff like technically creatures that have grapple and constrict, their best choice is to grapple constrict, let go, grapple constrict, let go, grapple constrict, let go. And that just doesn't, although mechanically that's the best choice, like that doesn't seem like how that creature should be run. And I think those decisions really ought to be left behind the screen and don't don't clue your players in because they might second guess things. Like uh, like you said, it, it, it might come to bite you depending on the situation although i think mostly like anything it depends on the table you're sitting at though too like i think for example like our rise of the rulers game at this point is a lot more casual and a lot more kind of laid back where we've all had most of us have some gm experience too and so there's a different energy compared to different games and i think that that's also something to consider what kind of what kind of game are you running i think my favorite behind the curtain moment was in um Actually, Ire of the Storm. When I think Justin asked, how much acid damage did I take? And Sarah's like, oh, 1d3 acid damage. It was, it was really funny. Oh, I, yeah. I do remember that. That was funny. Yeah. I think, for me personally, you know, I try my best, and I, and I, and I know that we, I do, or we, you know, we all have, at some point, had metagamed ourselves as players being in situations. And I think sometimes if we get information too much information from behind the screens it could influence us further by our actions so like knowing i guess you know we could have assumed in, in especially situations with the nightmares that kieran and uh, jessup had those nightmares but then you queuing in and then i think especially then telling us that they were your favorite write-ups <laughs> it would influence us further as to like right. if one of these things escape and we don't die I'd be like you know, I know mechanically Keep Watch is going to be the best option, so I don't get stuff, but I want to know the story kind of thing. So I think those can be good ways to entice a player, but it could, it could, I think it could negatively impact the immersion because you could force players to do different things. But I think things like the Unseen Servant, which will have little to no impact on the story itself or the mechanics or anything, I think that those are fine to kind of give a little breadcrumbs and just kind of cool insights. But some of the bigger things that can have an overarching um metagaming kind of experience i i don't i think sometimes i would just be more don't tell me maybe like sarah says after the book or after it has no relevance in the story anymore then go ahead and share it just so we can see or like 
oh, you killed the, you, that's what you want to do, kill the wyverns, and then knowing it doesn't have an impact, be like, oh, if you would have saved them, this is what would have happened, and if it had no impact, it would have been like, oh, okay, I guess not, but um, I, 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 I don't think it can impact too much, I think. Yeah, and, and to that end, though, it's also a tool in the kit, just like anything else, because now I, as a player, literally am incentivized to have Gideon have a lapse of judgment and not have keep watch cast on it, because I want to right. know what his nightmare was. But, but our, <laughs> right, now we're in a situation where our players, we want to do that, but in our, in our sips, like, why would my character want that to happen to them? Like, Right. That said, I do think, like, it's one of those things that if you have something that's just enticing enough and you really want to make sure your players do it, peeking back a little bit to encourage them in that direction is not is not terrible i mean we're telling a story together you know at the end of the day and if you really wanted that story of it beat to happen if everyone feels that way then i think that's just a fine way for the narrative to develop that doesn't to me betray any integrity to the game yeah i think with one the... thing you can go ahead <laughs> i was gonna say one thing that a lot of the podcasts that i listen to do is have like a session outside of the game where they discuss things like this, like story beats that you wouldn't get otherwise. And I like that idea. So I've been toying with the idea of doing something like that for our next campaign, which for now is It would be interesting if we did that, Sarah, to your point, like um, maybe save everything so we have an interim session where we're not really playing, but after a book, have one session where we're just talking about a recap of the session, things that we would have missed, um, just kind of talk about thoughts and feelings. I think one of the really important things to concern about that, especially when it comes to quote-unquote metagaming or story beats, is your characters live in this world, you visit it once a week, right? So your character might respond in a really intelligent or clever way that will take you a week to think of, but that doesn't mean that's not how that character would have responded in the moment. It just means that because you're caught off guard and can't think of a reason doesn't mean that, you know, having some extra time to... I sometimes will write pre-written scenes that I imagine might come up for some of my characters, even if they never do. Stuff like that, I think, is a good tool to use. And a session like that could allow some of those, hey, heads up, I think I'm going to have Kieran talk to Gideon, by the way. He's going to pull him aside, just so you know. These themes might come up. Prep what Gideon might say to that. I don't think that's bad storytelling. I don't think that's breaking the narrative. I think that that, if anything, is encouraging, especially players that struggle to act in the moment, some more opportunities to really develop a response that's in character. I agree, because I think we as players we we play characters that that aren't like us in real life and i think mm-hmm. like if somebody who you know jessup who's overly charismatic i like to think that i can you know come off witty but there are probably times that i'm going to be caught off guard but jessup i don't think as a character right. would be caught off guard and then it totally can break um the immersion in the story but um i don't think justin gave his opinion and i'd like to hear from yeah him. i want to hear justin and then jason was going to say something too i know we're just going off on a long tangent here but i've enjoyed the conversation so as long as everyone's there here's for it I want the GM to keep me in the dark constantly. I want to be afraid of what's happening, not understand oh. what's going on around me, <laughs> not, not and to, not uh, be given any context for anything. That's what I want. I don't. I don't Sounds know like, if had anything to say, but that's a sick segue into where we're at right now. Yeah, <laughs> sounds, sounds, sounds like you want to play Delta Green. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, basically, that's what I want. I want my character to be in a constant state of like perpetual fear. My favorite thing when I first read the dark, uh, the Delta Green intro handbook, it says, by the way, the book lies. Like, the game lies. And I was like, 
good god, that's terrifying. <laughs> like, like tell your yeah. players that this is built on deception. I was like, oh my gosh, as I'm reading through the handbook, I'm like, good god, this is terrifying. Um, I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually running uh, small enough, so I'm running a practice session with another group of friends. So assuming that that goes well, I'm looking forward to breaking it out uh, with, with some experience under my belt before I bring it to this table. Nice. Yeah, don't bring that weak stuff to this table. Yeah, no, no, no. We don't got time for it. We got to bring our <laughs> A game. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was going to say at the end of the conversation at some point, I was going to segue into the peeling back the curtain on how I'm going to kill Jessup. <laughs> well, and, and I was going to say, I've had a week to think over what Kieran's going to do, and I still don't know what I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea, man. I, I, Dying Light 2 came out not too long ago, and I stayed up multiple nights in a row because we had off from, uh, we had snow days, so I just stayed up playing video games. Of course. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Oh, it was amazing. 100% 10 out of 10. Do recommend if you were a big fan of the first one. We'll consider it when it goes on sale. <laughs> okay. So how does Jessup die, Jason? Indeed. Well, I believe we left off last session. We can do a quick recap here. So last session, you guys had returned. Oh, goodness. Where did we start off last session? You had returned to town by last session, correct? Or were you still in Novice Tower when we started? We were still in Novice Tower. Still in Novice Tower. So you guys finished up exploring Novice Tower uh, not a whole lot going on there. You had seen hints of some sort of maybe combat that occurred, but there were no readily hostile entities for the first two floors, really. Until you got to the top floor, you found Nava, who was insane, suffering from schizophrenia. And you were able to save her throughout the combat using some creativity Dimension dooring down, getting the Skelter Hide, bringing it back up, putting it on her, then casting Restoration after the fight, and recruited her to help out the town. And then on your way back, you encountered a bunch of doppelgangers who were looking like the rangers. Oh, I'm sorry, that's where we picked up. We picked up right by the, the rangers. They had just, like, turned or whatever. They had just attacked us with the fireballs. That's where we picked up. Gotcha. Sorry. Well, regardless... You yeah. fought the doppelgangers. It wasn't a terribly difficult fight. You guys took some damage, but nobody was really like on the verge of death from it or anything. Made it back to town and found that the rangers were actually still alive in town. It seemed that none of them were dead or anything. But uh, one way or another, these doppelgangers seemed to have found the means of gathering information or stealing their appearance. And I think maybe only one, maybe two days passed after defeating the doppelgangers... Uh, and you were fortifying the town. Uh, Jessup actually did some investigation in the meantime, and he actually found the bodies of the advisors who had gone missing. They were hidden away in a back room in one of the uh, warehouses of Seneca Volstadt, and he found them along with a bunch of communiques from the Iron Fang Legion that were coordinating various activities and all of you guys kind of put your minds together to come up with a plan to see if you could sabotage the Iron Fang Legion with these communiques, give some false information out there. Rolled a pretty phenomenal natural one on the linguistics check, uh, but there was still a chance 
that they fail to hit that DC. It's an opposed roll. I've already rolled it, so I actually know what. There's actually two separate rolls. I rolled twice. You can, yeah, we'll get into that. But there's definitely a chance, even with I think it was a 17 modified. There's definitely a chance that they could fail. Both rolls could, in fact, fail. There's a chance. It's a low chance, but there's a chance. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. But I think it was the second day that you were back, perhaps, you encountered... Uh, you didn't really encounter this, but two of you had the bad dreams. And I think it basically put both of you out of commission the entire day until... Uh, Hurst and Gideon came over and kind of gathered Kieran and Jessup to try to figure out what was going on. And at that point, a little bit of narrowing down occurred. And you you did some investigations and found that something had been in Jessup's room at one point. And you noticed, you remembered that the mayor had mentioned having fairly regular dreams or nightmares. So you went to talk with him. And then investigate in his manner to see if anybody had been in, in his rooms and so on. And then that is when you told him of your discovery of the dead advisors. And he had requested to go and recover them sooner rather than later. So that a proper burial could be uh, planned out. But on your way from his manor to the warehouse... You made it about a halfway there. It's it's pretty dark out now. Two creatures ambushed you from the rooftops in an alleyway not long not far from the infamous well of Long Shadow. And things went pretty bad pretty quick. Their aura of fear caused, I think, so Kieran, Gideon, and the mayor to flee in terror drop everything, flee in terror, which left Hursk and Jessup in a 2v2 battle, which is kind of like a 2v1 battle with Hursk just firing arrows into it. And it is the top of round six, where we jump back into this. At the top of the round, I believe last session I had this guy, I had the red bugbear ambush or five foot step up or something um whoops i moved him onto the wrong square Ah. he five foot stepped into position and was going to do a full round attack on jessup jessup does have displacement though so we shall see if i can actually hit with any of these hopefully not uh for our sake i guess (laughs) i don't know i I think it'd be cool have a couple of them attack (laughs) you know a couple of them hit Into that I'm smooth transition <laughs> to combat brought to you by Sirenscape. Amazing. Um, I hope you have uh, death tones. Cute. <laughs> I do have this. If I'm. I was about to say, I want the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> okay. So, three attacks against Jessup. The first attack, I don't remember if you were in, like, total defense or anything, but oh, regardless. I, have been total defense, I think from. Top of the round. Or top I of the game. don't think a 21 is going to hit. No. Second attack, the iterative, very low to hit on this one. 
that is only a two seventeen, which is not going to hit. And then the offhand dagger attack. That one might, yeah, that one should do it. Twenty nine. So we have to roll a 50% mischance, and again, I roll a 1 to 50 and miss. A 51 or higher will hit. 30. So that is a miss. So that is the red bugbear's turn, bringing us to Gideon. Gideon, to remind you, you are still under the effects of their Aura of Fear, which yep. is 60 foot. So technically you are just within range. So technically you would begin your turn fleeing, but you'd get like five feet and then you'd be out of the range of the aura. So. Okay. But this, this well is providing total cover. <laughs> only, only if See, it was repaired. Yeah. If it had <laughs> been repaired, then it would have, but because it hasn't been repaired. No. <laughs> Them. Well done. Okay. So, how does uh, that work? I guess as far as the the fear effects go, if I have something that can remove fear, uh, will that allow me to go into the aura? Question mark it or no? Depends on what the effect is. Probably because this is a fear effect, but uh, I don't know exactly yeah. what you're talking about there. It's the uh, custom magic item, unfortunately, <laughs> that you and I uh, made. <laughs> ah, the item that does the thing I asked if you could cast and you specifically said you couldn't? Yeah, that thing. Okay. Yeah. Could, I, could I go ahead and do that, please? Yeah, so this is... So yeah, you can go ahead and use that ability. Okay, so as a standard action, he will cast uh, an Assuring Rose, and I think he has to pull it out as a move action, so it'll be his full round anyway, okay. and he can five-foot step out of the way, that's fine. Uh, but this is a, a, a divine uh, artifact that Gideon has had since the beginning. It's appeared once or twice, but I forgot one of its uh, special abilities is that he can cast Remove Fear. So, pull that out uh, once per day, and that's my turn. Okay. And let me just read to make sure that does. So once per day, the where, so standard, so standard, so you have cast it, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that ability gives a morale bonus, and if you're already under the effect, it is suppressed for the duration. Yep. Okay. So for uh, ten minutes. Okay. Yep. And it doesn't say anything in here. It's not. It doesn't seem to act like a light spell where it has to be of higher or lower level than nope. the effect. So, you are good. Yep. That's that's what happens when you read your character sheet and remember your abilities. I know, right? I was, yeah. I was, for some reason in my head, I was like, he's gotta have, he's gotta I, have I, this. I do, I do. Yeah, I was so, I was so mad at myself, but oh, live and learn. Okay. So that is Gideon's turn. That will bring us to the other ambusher, who likewise will five-foot step into the flank and is going to do another full attack with flanking and sneak attack. No. These are the ones that we want to hit. No. First attack. Oh, that'll do it. 
That's a 30-something, 32, 34. With flanking, it's a 34. Just beat my 25. Nice. <laughs> Iterative attack with the lower to hit. Uh, I don't think that's going to do it. 11 plus 7 plus 4. It's only a 22 that's going to miss. And the offhand attack is a 26, which will hit. Okay. Just hits 2. So. Okay, so that is going to be 2d20 rolls. Uh, no, I'm fine with that. Two, <laughs> two D 100s <laughs> I'm sure it'll be under a fifty. Well, <laughs> two D one hundred. Jason, we'll even let you add them together. Oh my oh, gosh! Oh my goodness! How so? How unfortunate! So that is a twenty, which will miss the concealment, and a thirty-five, which will also miss the concealment because these creatures don't have true seeing. And scent doesn't help, I don't think. I should probably look that up to make sure scent doesn't help, shouldn't I? No. No, I wouldn't. I'm not sure it would really make a big difference. I I personally wouldn't (sighs) worry about it. I cannot conceive of a situation where it would help. And I don't immediately see the word displacement in any of these paragraphs, so I'm going to stop reading and say it doesn't. So, that is both of their turns. Which brings us to Jessup, who unfortunately is still alive. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't show, don't show your cards. How do you feel about kicking back the screen? How about creating us versus them, Jace? Yeah, yeah, I know, right? So, uh, Jessup will uh, free action. He'll drop his inspire courage. I don't remember if it was lingering or not um, at this point, but um, still would be lingering or not going on. Um, Jessup will. He's gonna he's gonna move, uh, but beforehand, and I and I did talk to uh, Jason earlier, and uh, Jessup's going to kind of retcon a little bit because he wanted to kind of RP with these uh, schmoes. So just visualize he's been talking throughout the combat, so probably between last round and and, uh, and this round. Um, it's just what just happened recently just makes it a little bit more better for me. But um, Jessup will kind of look at one of them. Doesn't matter, both of them. But, uh, you two seem to be uh, struggling to take down just one old guy. You know, I'm stubborn, just like the people here of Longshadow and Nirmathas. As my illustrious comrade would say, I shall not falter. Just for five foot step in this round. You may plague my nightmares, but I am not afraid. Now prepare to quake in my defiance. And then he will start Dirge of Doom performance. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay. Ooh, there's a new. So does that make Inspire Courage not linger anymore? Correct. It's, it didn't matter if it was lingering or not, but it's gone because I started a okay. performance. Career. Yes. So gotcha. Inspires um, red in enemies. So he will five foot step, move action, start Dirge of Doom, standard action. He will still total defense. Like a feat. What language are you saying this in? Um, he will, knowing that they're bugbears, well, I think the one, did he hear the language they were speaking in when they originally cast Suggestion? The one that cast Suggestion had said so in common. Okay. So, I guess he would do it, uh, Jess would do it in common, um, speak this and, and, uh, 
so I guess the allies can hear it. Attempting to bolster them as best he can. Okay. We just hear him, like, cursing out in common, and we're like, yeah, 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 go Jessup! <laughs> <laughs> okay, sounds good. So you begin a dirge of doom, and that does not have a saving throw. It's just instantly shakens enemies within the range. Assuming that they can be affected, yep. Okay. As long as they're within a 30-foot range, they are shaken. Okay. Noted. And is that your whole turn? Yeah, because I, um, total defense is standard as well, so I'm exhausted. Sounds good. Actually fatigued, but... That brings us to Hursk. Hursk has been whittling away at Blue, but Blue has been annoyingly healing his hit points. So Hursk is gonna cast a spell. Oh, spell, you say? Yeah. Um, Aspect of the Falcon. Okay. The dreaded spell. I will get the plus one to my attack because I don't have inspired yes. courage anymore. Yes, so the bonus to that spell will apply. Yep. And now my crit range is a 19. Yep. And yeah, so I think that one, your crit range is 19. You get a boost to perception and yeah. a plus one, right? Correct. Okay. All right. And Standard action. Cast a spell. Yep. That's it. Okay. I've got the step, and that's it. Okay. That brings us to Kieran, who, on a two-dimensional plane, is within the aura of fear, but is also 30 feet up, so technically you're fine for now where you're at. Okay. Yay, Pythagoras. So... The almighty I... Pythagoras. <laughs> the almighty Pythagoras. <laughs> this is unfortunate positioning because I just fireball right here both yeah. do it do it definitely <laughs> want you to do it uh, uh, <laughs> uh, no um she has no fireball don't even worry about it it's not a lightning I, spell I don't use fire spells no fire spells I don't use no fire spells I will use my breath weapon on Actually, wait, can I only use that if I'm shape-shifted? What's your range of your breath weapon? Or are you using it on the house you're standing on? Yeah, I'm just gonna... Frighten the civilians inside. I'm gonna kamikaze. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go dive-bombing in. Yeah, you don't have to worry about fear if you're in the house. You can't <laughs> see them. Um, yeah... I did Google the right thing. I won't look it up. I'll just use lightning bolt instead. That's 120 feet, so I should be able to get one of them. Um, and the one that Hursk has been shooting is blue, right? That is correct. And okay. yes, so I don't have it on the map, but there are dancing lights. I think it was. Yeah, I guess there's lights. lights. There's lights in places. So even though it looks dark, everybody can see just fine. Can I keep those up while I'm doing other stuff? I believe so. I, one minute. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they say concentration. Okay, but cool. You have to dance the whole time to keep them up. <laughs> I don't think that's in the spell. Yeah, it's, just... <laughs> it's just a disco ball. <laughs> it's a disco ball, yeah. <laughs> um, I will cast lightning bolt on blue. 
on blue, you say? It would be a shame if blue had evasion. <laughs> That's what I'm testing out here because I don't know. Okay, reflex save, you say? Correct. They, they definitely have a very good reflex save, so we'll see. That is a cocked die, but it was almost 20. Uh, that is a 22. 22. So yes. That would be 20 points of electricity damage. 20 points of electricity damage. You cast this lightning bolt out at the creature, not sure if it's going to affect it at all. And the creature does seem to yell out in a little bit of pain as it seems to be somewhat affected by the spell, even though it passed the save. Okay. How much was that you said? 20? 20. 20. Yes. Noted. Okay. And I think I will... Five foot fly. Can I go one more forward or would that be in Probably. Okay. I'll, I'll stay. Actually, no, I like my little perch on this chimney, so I'm just going to stay there. Okay. Sounds good. That brings us to the mayor who's going to step up here. He's going to like go flat against the wall because he can't come in sight of the creatures or else he'll be panicked again and he's just going to yell out to Gideon and he'll be like my apologies I uh, I don't know how useful I'll be how are things going I dare not look myself it's alright you, you stay there he'll say okay that'll bring us to the top of round 7 red is going to delay which brings us to Gideon Nice. Finally, he can do something like double move back to combat. <laughs> <laughs> Currently, not affected by haste, or am affected by haste. I forget. I. There I has don't... been no haste. Yeah, I don't think that ever happened. No, no double move, baby. Double moving into combat. Forty foot movement. <laughs> double move to be within a move away. That's okay. right. <laughs> then I can charge, though. I can charge. Yeah, next round. With the weapon you don't have in your hand. That's correct. It's right here. <laughs> yeah, you will have to pick that up, won't you? <laughs> yep. Which will cost two more move actions. Well, it would be. It would be a. Yeah, it would be like a five foot step, <laughs> and then you could move action, pick it up. Yeah, and you'd have a standard, but you wouldn't be next to anybody, so. Standard action, throw it at the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could cast a spell at least. Sure. But yeah, it's, yeah. 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 Bone Shaker. Okay. Bone Shaker. That yeah, will bring one. us to Blue, who is going to study target Jessup. It's going to five foot step in and ready. Ooh, and then Red will stuff. act, moving in. So now four attacks. Blue will make one attack. Red will make all three of his attacks. They've both studied you. They're both flanking. So the shaken will cancel the flanking. So this is just their study target bonuses, basically. Okay first attack. Let me get off of the mayor's stat block because he's doing nothing. That is a... Ooh, I don't think that's gonna do it. I don't think that's... because That's a 24. I don't think that's gonna do it. Just missed. Yep. The iterative... Actually, no, that was Blue's attack, so now Red's attacks. Uh, that will hit with a 31. The iterative with a... Only a 22, which will miss. And then the final offhand attack is a 34 because of Shaken. So, so two potentially two hits. 
Again, we will do the 2d hundreds. Hopefully I can roll above a 50 one of these times. No? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my god. I roll a 6 and a 38. Oh boy. So, once again... It was again, just a speech! It was a speech! <laughs> the displacement kicking in there. They okay. are shook. Shook. Let me move them into the appropriate... What round is this, Jason? Board. Combat? This is round 7. I have to sort it so it's in the right initiative order. Okay, that will bring us to Jessup now. Jessup is going to delay. How dare you. Okay. Unacceptable. That will bring us to Hursk. So I guess, well, because it's starting my turn, I guess he'll free action, drop the performance, sort of linger, and then delay for the rest of the turn. Okay. Hursk is going to cast another spell. Ooh, he's going to cast Aspect of the Badger. (laughs) Um, Gravity Bow. Okay, he's really Ooh, yeah. he's really Ooh, yeah. going for it now. <laughs> Listen, the first like five rounds, I couldn't hit him, and then when I did hit him, it didn't do anything. So I got to buff up. You did some. Yeah, dude. It wasn't a, lot a of ton, but it was some. Not a lot. Not a lot. I got to buff up here. Okay. All right. Um, so this is your standard action. You I can... up there. Okay. That will bring us to Kieran. Once okay. again, I would advocate for fireball. So what what are the rules with panicked? Can I move into the area and then just I would have to flee at my next turn? Yeah. So the 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 moment the way that I'm running this, the moment you got back into their aura and were within sight of them again, and you could see them, it was it, it would be like one of your nightmare flashes would occur again, and you'd be panicked and you'd have to move back out of range. So you cannot go within sixty feet of them, basically. I cannot go within 60 feet. Not if you are looking at them. I, I would allow it if you are, like, closing your eyes. Okay. But that would give them concealment. And so you wouldn't be able to right. target them with anything. Except for okay. area effects. You could do area effects. I'm okay with that if if that's what you're allowing. I... Th- so I don't think that's actually by the rules, but, like, it makes sense that their fear aura would be based on vision. So here, I'll just give you a peek behind my curtain. Uh, it's not appropriate. Uh, <laughs> not appropriate. Okay. <laughs> that, this is why we have to have explicit content now, marked on. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, um, yeah uh, I I forgot where I was going with that. Um, okay, I want to essentially dimension door in, and then immediately next turn dimension door out. Okay. Because I was thinking if I dimension door in, that's like my whole turn. So like, yeah, yes. I'll be panicked next round, but then I can just use dimension door to get out because I'm panicked, you know? That's, that is sure. the case. <laughs> yep. I'm okay. not sure Good the thing you don't merit. Have agility. I'm not sure the merit of this plan. I'm trying to get Jessup out. I want to grab Jessup with my next dimension door. But if I'm panicked, I don't know if I can do that or if I would just dimension door myself. It could be fun for you to roll like a mischance for it. Like you're not, you're trying not to look at anything 
and you're kind of like flailing your arm trying to grab him in a hurry. Well, why did, and why it's did like, she just roll uh, <laughs> she my... one of the bear bugs? You why grab one of the bear bug bears and take them with you. <laughs> take it with you up to the roof. <laughs> that would be so funny. And technically speaking, I think by the rules you would have to roll displacement because you have to touch him. <laughs> but I have permanent truth. I don't think you do. I don't think we I agreed do. on that. I do. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Well, rats. Yeah, because I think the Can concealment you... from displacement would apply to this situation. These creatures are flying, aren't they? They're like hovering slightly above the ground. Like they're functionally on the ground, but because they have a perfect fly speed, it just looks cooler if they're doing oh. like a Sith Lord hover or something. Bummer. Okay, because I was thinking it would be really funny to like dimension door straight up with them and then just drop them. But if they can fly, then that's dumb. Oh, bummer. That doesn't help my plan at all. Um, rats. Can still do it. Yeah, no, because I would have to roll a mischance, and we know how I roll in those. Well, I can't go worse than me. I've done what, <laughs> five in a row here. Yeah, I will now. Uh, I will now use my. See, I, I can't remember if my my breath attack is when I have my claws out. Because I know that was the thing with Nairi. There were a lot of things she couldn't do unless well, she was raging. Even if it is, it's a free action to get your claws out. So it's not like you wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about that. So I'm just going to do it. Yeah, I, think, I don't think they would have. That's a needlessly odd restriction, I think, for them to have put on it, so I don't think that's the case, so. Yeah, so this is a an 80 feet, 80 foot 80? 60 foot Would I still be able to hit him 60 feet? No, because I'm not within 60 feet so I have Correct. to... Sorry, this is the longest term ever turn ever. I will just do another lightning bolt, so. <laughs> okay. Look at that damage. Nice. Oh, uh, Which one are you so hitting it'll be 15, 15 on a save, uh, blue. Blue? Okay, we'll see. Yeah, 15 on a uh, save, 30 on a fail. That is a very low roll, but it still succeeds with an 18, so they barely barely pass. Was so, that yeah. shaken? I don't know if that affects those or not. Shaken, that might affect spells. Shaken. I mean, by spells, I mean saves. It should. Uh, it Let me look at a shaken real quick. Let me look at that. Because <laughs> I've got a little thing next to my reflex save because oh, I'm shaking right shaking? now. Minus shaking two on, on attack rolls, saving throws, skill checks, and abilities. And you are not good aligned, correct? I'm not good aligned. So they don't get protection I'm of good. I'm evil. Evil aligned. Which means that ah. their 5 plus 13 becomes an 18. They don't make it a 20 because they don't get the, the protection from good. And shaken would actually make it a 16. So... Yes. Oh, nice. So that dirge. That dirge. 30, the dirge. sparks damage to you. Indeed. Ouch. It angrily growls in your direction and will consider how to modify future tactics. Okay. That brings us to the uh, mayor. At you. The mayor is just going to chill. Which brings us to the top of round eight, and we have yeah. Gideon. Gideon is finally going to do what he had wanted to do earlier. Attack? Run away. Not quite attack yet. He's going to go ahead, uh, five foot step, move action, pick up his weapon, and then cast Shield Other. 
Okay, Ooh. yep, you are. I'm Kieran. I'm Kieran. Oh, Jessup. Jessup would I... have gone at the. Literally, Jessup is just going to have the performance like your five foot step total defense, kind of okay. getting the stink okay. eye. Yeah. And just say, what? Can't you hit me? Come on. Okay. Um, But yeah, go ahead and give yourself a plus one deflection bonus to AC and a plus one resistance bonus on saves, and you will only take half damage from all wounds and attacks. Um, because I already have a ring of protection, yeah. I will not get that plus one. Yeah. But so. the deflection, yes or no? The oh, ring no. of deflection, no. The cloak of resistance, also no, if you have that. Jessup does now. So okay. the half damage is what you're looking for, basically. Yeah, that's the important part. The rest are just kind yeah. of bonus if you don't have them already. Turns out Jessup didn't put on his ring this morning. And you spent the money to propose to everybody in the party so they all have a ring? Yeah, he specifically didn't. We made fun of him for it. Yep. So he's got like four wedding rings on his hand now? Yep. Well, three. Yeah. Yep, yep. Three, three, three bands for the party members. Can you give yep. one to Titan? Can you have... Can... <laughs> <laughs> wearing a toe ring? <laughs> don't like it. I don't uh, like is it toe ring? <laughs> it, 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 that doesn't work. The, the magic doesn't work. Yes, it does. We, we said it, it on his toe. No, if I remember it correctly, uh, this is not doesn't take a magical slot, so technically you just have to be in possession of the ring. So yeah. no, He's just wearing it on his toes. Yeah, the target yes, is a wearing... creature, so technically you could give it to Titan too eventually, right? Yeah, because you, you don't yeah. have to wear it. You just have to have it on you. I so like, like it better no, when you, I picture you, Gideon having a bunch of wedding rings. You do have to wear it. Oh, where does it say that? Because it says in the components, a pair of platinum rings worth 50 gold pieces worn by both uh, you worn. and the target. Yes, yeah. it does say worn. So okay. yeah, I guess it could be on your toe, though. Toe ring. Technically, toe you ring. have to use a magic, ring, uh, magic item to uh, be able to wear rings in your feet slot. That's dumb. <laughs> Regardless. Dumb. So yeah, that was stupid. Jessup's turn. This is now, so that was also Gideon's turn. I will move Jessup. I'll just move him to the top of the round then, because it doesn't matter if he's at the top or the bottom. Okay, that brings us to the creatures. Um, yeah, they're not, they're not making a lot of headway with Jessup. And now that he, you're coming in, they are going to move. So blue is going to move over here. Ah. Red is going to move over here. Ah. And they are both going to take one attack at Hursk. Uh, that is going to miss with the first one, and the second one is a natural 20, which will hit to no. confirm. No! That is a 28. That confirms! Ooh, and these are a times three critical, too. Oh. Ooh! Tasty! Uh, they are not, unfortunately, able to flank, so they don't get their sneak attack, but times three no. critical still. Still good. Nice. 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 Two ones and a two. Nice. <laughs> so that is going to be 19 points of damage. Ah, oh, my toe ring. You said 19? 19, yes. Are you wearing sandals? <laughs> yes. Flip flops? <laughs> yes. And it is your turn. Ah! 
I don't want to back into a corner, but you're going to make me back into a corner. Five foot step back. Okay. And shoot at blue. All right. Roll your attacks. I have to decide if I want rapid shot or not. I mean, obviously. <laughs> uh, why Why wouldn't you do rapid shot? Deadly Cause aim. Probably, rapid Because I'll probably miss. Point blank shot. Precise shot. Two. Do you just need precise shot? I know. I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> I was just naming off all the feats. Lob shot. It's the best one. Snapshot. Money shot. <laughs> Cluster shot. <clears throat> oh. Oof, I don't think the rapid shot would have mattered on some of those. No, that would have helped the first one to begin with, so it's fine! So it's a, fine. a natural one for an 11 will miss. A 23 will miss. A 26 uh. will exactly hit your target. Uh, his AC's 26? Rude. Uh, the arrow kind of shatters on impact, but you do see some of it does embed into his skin. Her skin. Apologies. How long am I shaken for? You will be shaken for the rest of this round, and then I think one more round. Okay. Go ahead and turn that rapid shot off, because I'm not doing that again. <laughs> okay. That will bring us to Kieran. You are now uh, no longer in sight of blue. I hate it. Can I fly so that I can see him? Uh, probably. How far It'd can you fly? Be... I can fly infinitely. What, 30 feet? I don't know. Fly. I can fly 60 feet. Oh my. Um, yes, I gain a fly speed of 60 feet. So, so you're like 30 feet up. So you'd but have to be at least that speed. far away. Um, Save me. I don't think you can fly far enough to get good line of sight on him without being in range of his attack unless you want to do, unless you want to do some math real quick to see if you can go up at an angle and be like, no, I don't, no. I don't think oh, with don't a single move work. action that you can do that. Because even if you go as far as you can, you'd be looking through the corner of the building because he's down the alleyway. That's trash. You could double move um, and get into position, though. No, that's lame. Um, can I cast a Bell. Yes. But I wouldn't be able to get both of them. Rats. Airball! Rats! No, I'll blow you up. Do it! I will just fire off something. I will do a magic missile at red. Okay. 13 force damage. Alright. I don't think there's anything that can be done against that, so... Oh, that's not where I want to put that. That is not at all where I want to put that. Thirteen, you say. Okay. Your missiles bombard into the side of this creature. He kind of snaps in your direction uh, with his jaws, but because their fly speed is so pitiful, they're not even going to attempt to catch you, after all. For a second, I was going to have them, but uh, that's, that's, that's not going to work. 
So they start coming towards me, and I just fly away because I'm scared. <laughs> so that is now the mayor's turn. Who doesn't do anything? Top of round nine, we have Jessup. Um, <clears throat> Jessup will look back to uh, Gideon. Oh, thank you. And he will cast. I'm sorry, I might have missed it. Did you take damage? No. no. Okay, not yet. they got scared of me and ran. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Jessup will cast. Uh, he's going to cast Cure Serious on himself. Okay. He's 20. All right. You have a move action remaining. He will five foot step in and us for coming. And then he will free action, drop Dirge of Doom and move action, bring back up Inspire Courage. Okay. That brings us to Gideon. Who will uh, move up because he can't charge. Or he can't charge from here. Did you just move yourself? You were I not did. in that square. Was I in this square? You were in this square. Yeah, so this. No, you could have charged from the square you tried to cheat into, but you can't uh, charge from the one you're actually in. Oh, crap, I misclicked. Jessup was five foot stepping there. No, no, stay, stay, <laughs> stay, 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 stay where you are. Because he'll uh, move up and he'll cast Bone Shaker. Bone Shaker? But have you considered not doing that? <laughs> I did. And then I said, Bone Shaker. Okay, which one are you targeting? On red. Red, okay. And there's a one is. fortitude save. Yeah. I still have a pretty decent fortitude. That is a 20 even. I'm It'll sorry, pass. with shaken it is an 18. They're not shaken. Without okay. shaken it is a 20 even. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, a living creature has a skeleton rattle within its fish, causing creatures farm and takes 3d6 points of damage, plus 1d6, blah 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 blah. Um, you, this movement doesn't provoke it, so it halves the damage and negates the movement, so okay. it takes 14. 14 points uh, of... Minus 2, because I have Inspire Courage on, so... 26 or 20, so 13. Point. There's a lot of numbers. 14 minus... Two? No, no, no. 28 minus 2 divided by 2. Okay, okay, okay. 13? Yeah. 13. Gotcha, okay. 13? <laughs> okay, we're good. 13. We got it, we got it. Alright. Yeah, that brings us to their turns. Huh. Blue is going to try to acrobatics to be behind Hursk. So let's see what this acrobatics roll is. That is a 27... I don't know what your CMD is. 27? I don't know. Actually, your CMD plus 5. My CMD plus 5? Yes, your CMD plus 5. You fail. Oh, 27 is not enough. CMD is 27, so if I get plus 5... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Nice. I don't know if they can succeed if it's that high. Why does he get a plus 5? Because he's trying to go through the square. Oh. Yeah. So uh-huh. his movement gets him stuck right there, and the other one's going to step up. So they'll both be able to attack. Can't, but... can't squeeze. They can't squeeze there, so I can't be flanked. 
No, they they can't flank you because he failed. Well, Red could try. He could try his acrobatics. Yeah, why not? Actually, I don't. Like I said, I I don't think don't they think can they succeed. Because that puts me at a thirty-two. Because on a yeah, on a natural twenty, that's only a twenty-nine. So you don't have to if you don't want to, because it would waste his. It doesn't mechanically make a difference whether I do or not, so might as well. Nope, as we thought. Oh, doesn't that make his movement though? So then he, well, he do, couldn't he do a full round attack? Was he within five yeah. feet? Oh, he was. I thought he. I thought yeah. he had to do a move action to get up there, anyways. Okay, well then, yeah. They'll try to hit you, but they're not flanking. They haven't studied you, so I'm not terribly optimistic. Oh well, oh, actually, he could he could switch his study target over to you, but then he would he'd only get one attack. Ah. <laughs> now I'll go Listen, for four attacks. Reduce, no, reduce I'll go for the twenty. I'll go for the twenty. No, no. <laughs> First attack is a miss with a nineteen, a miss with a natural two, a miss with a nineteen, and a twenty-nine. That'll hit. You take another. One on the die for six points damage. D4s and D100s are not doing me well this time. D20s aren't too bad. D4, D100 are not not great. That is both of their turns. It is now Hersk's turn. This is the final round that Shaken will be applying. Gross. Five foot step back. Hey, Shaken. What's the round of this, Jason? I'm sorry. This is the middle of round nine. All right, let's make sure I got some stuff turned off here. Yeah, rapid shot. Get out of here. Get out of here. You too. You reduced my points too much. What a useless feat. Useless. Ooh, I do like deadly aim though. That gives a good bonus damage. Ah, no. I want to try and Getting actually. Greedy. Getting greedy. Getting greedy. I'm just gonna go with. Ah, come on! Off by one. That's Not... hilarious. Because <sighs> of stupid shaken. Stupid shaken. Is this his last round of shaken? Yes. I am no longer shaken. <laughs> yeah, that is <laughs> that is phenomenally unfortunate. Yeah. Well, I have a plus sixteen to my first attack. <laughs> Why? Well, with shaken, it's only a plus fourteen. Right. So, no more shaking. All right, I'm good. Okay. It's my turn. That brings us to Karen. Karen, I believe at this point you probably could move to be within sight of them, right? Could move I don't like know. you could move like over here even cuz you just have to be outside of that range. So you could move like over here and be in the air and you'd be able to see both of them. So, with a single move action, you can see both if you so desire. If I go here? Yeah, cuz you're up in the air, so Math. But lightning. I can't lightning bolt them. Um, let me see. Cause it comes from me. Well, it comes from the square right ahead of you. <laughs> so that one. Well, actually, no, cause of the angle and the air, I don't think you could. Even if on two dimensions you were. Well, poop. And I don't think you can on two dimensions either. Well, poop. There's something cool that I want to do, but it would not work out well for Hersk. <laughs> fireball? Do it. Do no, it. it's not Fireball. He'll be fine. Do it. 
No, it would it would really mess up everybody else. So Entangle. I don't want to do that. No. Do, do it. No, 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 no. no. You know, I wanted. If... I'll be fine. What? No, because everybody else will get mad at me. Because I wanted to use the staff of fire to create a wall of fire oh. in the area that they are in, but then that would really mess up everybody oh, else. You wall off just me <laughs> with right, the town <laughs> burns down. Oh, I was just thinking also, about you using fireball and start building the burning area, burning the buildings. People are yeah. screaming, but it would increase the light density in the area. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, technically, lightning bolt sets fire to combustibles. So all these people are sleeping in their homes, and I'm just destroying their houses. <laughs> <laughs> these people sleep pretty good for hearing crackling thunder a couple times. And now right? Oh, goodness. I bet you they're pretty um, used I... to storms. It's pretty flat terrain out here. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't know about that. But I guess, really, all I can do is... Ah... <sighs> I will cast another magic missile Save me. at blue. Okay. 15, 15 points hey, of go. damage. Good That's... thing that thing has been healing. Okay. Your strikes bore into it, and you can see that it is bleeding fairly profusely now. And this is my last round of panicked. Yes. Nice. Brings us to Jessup. Thank <clears throat> Jessup will drop performance. She'll linger. Jessup will, I believe, move to here. Oh, we're going to flank him now. Now we're going to flank. Yeah, with your bow. Um, I have an axe. I can drop it. I don't know how much good this will do. But um, Jessup will move. As he moves, he will pull out the Wand of Burning Hands, and then he will cast it um, with this intersection going up to the 15 feet. Um, okay. So I will light this house on fire, I believe, a little bit, but we'll, we'll figure that out later. Well, it's instantaneous, so it probably won't catch it on fire, but they might not be happy about it. They're bushes, well, they're bushes. You can see there's a very, very well-kept garden with these bushes right here. Uh, Jessup actually looks it's like one of those bonsai this trees. This house has won like the best yard contest for the past I don't know how many yeah. years, and he's <laughs> this pumpkin fum has about had enough of it. Anywho, this pumpkin fum. <laughs> so yeah, Jessup will uh, cast burning that, hands. Yeah. The one I think it just does the one d four damage. Yeah, and uh, as far as saves go, that's a thirty one and a thirty. Oh yeah, they're gonna they're gonna pass for half. So damage. it'll be half of whatever it is that you do. Um, so it'll actually be max. It's four because I have inspired. So on. they both take, so take two. two points of fire damage. But not sure if that will halt the healing or not, but that's what I was aiming for. Okay. And this is the top of this is round ten. Yeah. So is displacement gone at this point? So I cast it on the first round. I did delay, so I think technically it would work until the middle of this, but I don't know. Let's just say for the sake of it, I'll just turn it off. Okay. I did keep track, and then I moved in the order and messed it all up. So I'll give you the benefit of it. I, I got some good use out of it this session. So I, I would say so. <laughs> so no Inspire Courage? No, it is. Inspire's oh, on. Yeah, good. I dropped, so it's lingering. Um, so am I not shaken anymore? You will not be shaken as soon as their turns start. Understood. So. Um, all right. 
Okay. That will bring us to Gideon. Get some hits in. Like get one hit in. I might hit. Yeah, you could try Do to it. get one hit in. Do it. You are good aligned, so a twenty-one will utterly miss your target with your pathetic if, attempt at the swing. What if what if I was charging and it was a twenty-three? Just curious. Just for I mean, curiosity. That, we know the AC. Well, that's behind the curtain. We don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I just I just want to know. You know, I'm just curious. I'll I'll let okay. you put on charging if you want. I can't. Oh, I think he charged really Jessup. much and have the minus two year AC. Yeah, Jessup's in the way. Jessup's in the way. <laughs> Yo, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> like as soon as she moved up, I was like, eh, there goes his charge. Well, I had to. That's the only angle I could get. From. Hey, yeah, you're fine, bro. Oh, I'm not bad. That's... Well, hey, it's worth it if it stopped the healing for this yeah. round. I don't know if it would or not, but that brings yeah, us I'm... to blue and red. Ah! So blue, you're gonna see is healing up a little bit of his hit points. And is going to step in and full attack Zeasha. Are you sure he doesn't want to try and get over top of me? Nah, he... He might, he might want to nah, try. Nah. Doesn't he believe in himself? Not anymore. Oh. He used to. She used to. Poor poor confidence there. First attack. Uh, I don't think that's going to hit you. 23. 27. Okay, 27 is my AC. The iterative can technically hit. Oh, wait, it does. Natural 19 plus 9, 28. Yep. Yes. 28, yeah. And the offhand attack can definitely hit you, but I don't think it's going to do it with an 11. That's only a 25, so that's going to miss. So one hit with the dagger. You take nine points of damage. Mm. And then red... Whittling away. Is going to step down. I would attack Gideon, but his studied target is still technically up on the bard, who is no longer displaced. So. Oh, these. He only five foot step, right? Correct. It is a guarantee that all three of these are going to hit. However, he does not know about the shield other. So, full attack against the bard. Natural two. I think we'll probably miss even your your normal AC uh, study target. It would only be a 16. I just missed 19. Uh, the offhand attack will hit with a 20. I think, right? 20? Yeah, 19. Okay. 19 and the other attack is a natural 1. One of them hit, though. Yep. So you will take... Eight points of damage, however, with shield other, that will be split four damage to you and four damage to Gideon. And the creature will take note of that. Does it know? Like, how would it know? How would it know? <laughs> who's gonna I mean, know? you who's took gonna damage, didn't you? Who's gonna tell them? Gideon yelled out in immense bleeding. pain. <laughs> He's Gideon? Gideon? through Gideon's armor? Yeah. Well, Gideon, no, Gideon's stoic. Yeah. He Gideon. starts bleeding through his eye holes. Gideon does not falter. Do you think uh, he I think Gideon, out in has pain? To, Gideon has to roll a bluff check. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do sense motive. It's not like they have an amazing sense motive or anything. Alright. Get wrecked. 
uh, on Jessup's uh, turn, he'll be like, "Oh, thanks for that shield, though, Gideon. It's heck of a thing." Watch him beat my bluff anyway. So, fun fact: moving they on. Eleven plus twelve. <laughs> So we are now on Hersk's turn. No Hersk one is shaken or panicked anymore. Ah, step back. Oh, that was a ten foot step. Nope. He's a giant. He's a giant. Even even giants can't do a ten foot step. He's a giant dwarf, so enormous sized human. Uh, I just started an invocation, by the way, and I'm back within thirty feet in case you had forgotten about it. I did. Which invocation did you do? Destruction. Excellent. Let me turn that on. It had not mattered until I believe this very moment. Do you have to see him though? No, just within thirty. I don't think you have to see him. Let me double check that before. I love how confident you were, and then immediately no. back. No, <laughs> well, uh, I just thought, let me double check. Immediately. Of what Josh oh. said. Yeah. No. It took like uh, five seconds for him to be like, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. Yes. Which. They don't need to see you. I'm like, yes to... Okay. And they don't need to hear you. They just have to be within 30 feet. Ah! Oh, Take it, Blue! Goodbye, go away! Yes! 19! Aspect of the Falcon! Pays off! Okay. So Jesus a natural like, 19... I that spell so much. Love it. A natural Favorite 19 spell. for a 34 will hit. A 30 will confirm... So that is a critical hit. The second attack will miss, however. Blue collapses onto the ground. That's awesome! Finally. Finally. Can we find out if it's fast healing or regeneration that they have? Yep, this is going to be the kicker. So, don't ease up. Well, he did do fire Pull out my four-axe and run full up Full court press. Yeah. Full court press. <laughs> no, just take I, an arrow and... I was going to say, I run do? up and What's what I do? Full court press it. That brought up high school memories. Uh, yeah, so, Hurst, your, your uh, goggles trigger, and it registers as a dead creature. For what that's worth. Nice. Okay. Sarah's got the sus look. Oh, great. I know all the GM Exit. tricks. She's suspicious. Mm. I didn't even know all the PC tricks. That will bring us to <laughs> Kieran. All right, Kieran's going I don't to PC tricks. Fly down to be on the ground and over at the same time. Okay. And then he's gonna thread the needle. Okay. Thread the needle. And like, meanwhile his hands are just shaking and he's trying super hard to like steady his hands but they're just shaking and he reaches out to cast this time his breath weapon is a 32 that... reflex save yeah you're hey. good hey you stop that um okay so that just barely passes Indeed. <laughs> my 18 <laughs> So, so that's 17, 17 points, of damage. points of damage. And his eyes flash okay. white as the... Drawing it out as the lightning bolt. That's really... Oh, that was shocking grasp. Sorry, lightning bolt. <laughs> I, 
underwhelming lightning bolt. Scream. It's still really quiet, though, so yeah. use your imagination. Okay. That will bring us to the mayor. Just gonna peek around the corner there. Sounds provided by Josh Allen. The mayor will say, you're all doing a marvelous job. Does he inspire courage? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, he has fighter levels, not bard levels. Ah. So... Uh, rats. Rats. Yeah. That will bring us to the top of round 11, and we have Jessup. Jessup glares at the uh, him-her bugbear. One down, one to go. He'll five foot step back, and he will do uh, the burning hands on this house now. Okay. So he'll do it with the 15 foot uh, cone being up to um, there, and then obviously this direction. I think technically you'd hit Gideon. If I'm. For what? This way? Burning hands? It's fine. Just do it. It's fine. Because the way that it works. Let me draw. It's fine. I can draw. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're right. If you go to the corner, you'd miss it. If you go straight I... on, you'll hit Gideon. Where was I? I was here, right? I could move this way and then cast it this direction. That is correct, yes. You can yeah, step sorry. into I, the now I, destroyed I garden yeah. and destroy the second place garden that was just across the road. <laughs> Absolutely. Start just setting that house on fire. Classic. The apple trees are just in season. They were you know, so excited to harvest them the next day. They come out and they're destroyed. <laughs> here we are preaching about uh, the Iron Fang invasion coming to wreck Long Shadow, and Jessup is just literally burning these with Gideon's uh, or uh, Curious. Like, envision this though: if these people look out their windows, they see lightning bolts going one way, fire going another way. Wow, that's another max four damage. Okay. So, so two. it rolled a thirty on the save, so that is two points of damage. Fire damage. Yep. Yep, two points of fire damage. Yep. Okay. It is now Gideon's turn. Nice. I've been waiting for this. Can Gideon be useful? You know, we're going to cast Divide. Yes? I cheated. I I'm sorry, Jason. Yep. That could be the use magic device would have been in the first one and the second one. So. Yeah. Divine Might. He will activate as a swift action. I thought that was a standard action. Nope. Divine Not, weapon. It. Yeah. Oh, divine might. Okay, I I had divine weapon in my head. That's why. Okay. Yeah. yeah divine yeah. weapon is you're a good. standard action, yep. which he already cast this fight. He yes. Cast it. So your weapon is a flaming. Flaming. Light. And that's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Boom! Hey, let's go be. Oh okay. man. And just to confirm, so it is flaming. It it, it does not count as anything else. Hmm. It's oh, not yeah, like it's, it's not adamantine. It's not cold iron. It's not silver. It's not oh, good. It's divine not... divine might gives us some stuff. Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Uh, divine weapon gives it uh, a chaotic. Yeah, no, it doesn't. All those other like extra things you have to like pay like the holy weapon property and all that kind okay. of stuff okay. uh as far as divine might goes um i clicked on it up there and you can see, yeah, see uh yeah 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 yeah, yeah 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 you getting your bonus to your ac i think it was yeah i don't see anything about 
DR and Divine Might. No, it doesn't seem to work like Smite, where it just bypasses it, you know? Like, it guarantees the damage goes in. Makes it an infinitely better ability. Uh, yeah. Depending on who you ask. <laughs> okay, uh, so... But, that said, the fire, the 1d6 extra fire damage should be programmed in there and yep, all that. Yep, looks like it. So, the 19 will miss. The natural 20 will strike threat, but the 21 will not confirm. So... You will deal the 18 points of damage. Doesn't look like all of that goes through, though. Okay. That is your turn. It is now Blue and Red's turn. Red is going to look around the area. She sees that Blue has fallen. She is going to back up into the darkened light of the alleyway, which would provoke. I'll take it. Well, is she not withdrawing? She's not withdrawing. Okay. Miss. Miss. Oh, I've been rolling terrible. I, I don't have a bad to hit. I've got a plus 15. Actually, now that I think about it, she'd move right here. And you see, so technically this doesn't have any verbal somatic or material components, but she reaches out and touches the body of the other uh, bugbear. And you see the shadows from the nearby alleyways begin to like coalesce and are drawn in towards her. And she begins to disappear into the dim light. Uh, you can roll a spellcraft if you want to know what it is. Otherwise, they're gone. So Hursk got a 29. Jessup and Gideon both fail with a 15 and an 11. So Hursk, you are able to successfully identify this spell. Oh, Kieran gets a natural one for 13. So only Hursk is able to identify this spell. You know this to be Shadow Walk. So it's basically a teleportation spell. Oh. I love that the guy who can't cast it, not on his spell list, is like, I know that spell. I've seen it before. I, I know have that. a friend. Uh, he's it's a Shadow Walker. Uh, <laughs> yeah. he, he, he used to have a similar ability. He yeah, did. so Frampton did not have that ability. But... I feel like if it's on your spell list, you should automatically know what it is, and those who don't have it would have to roll spellcraft. That's just my two cents. Yep, Shadow Walk's pretty neat. You and any creature you touch are transported along a coiling path of shadow stuff to the edge of the material plane where it borders the plane of shadow. The effect is largely illusory, but the path is quasi real. You can take more than one creature along with you, yada yada. Basically, you move at a rate of 50 miles per hour. So. Yeah, that's so fast. They be out of sight. Booking it. Booking it. And um, with that. Um, oh, that's, not a, that's not a standard action to cast. It is. So it's she gets to move, to cast. cast it, and then move again? Um get what I'm saying? Like, shouldn't she still be yeah. there for at least yeah. one more round? Because she moved to get away from Gideon, cast it, 
standard action. They can't move away yet. Well, I turned the combat music off, so combat's done. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that a house rule? Is that a house rule? That if the combat music gets turned off, combat's done. Done. Sorry, we can't continue because the music's gone. Uh, I don't see anywhere about it. And it is a standard action to cast, so we can go one more round and see if you can deal enough damage. Red has not taken as much, but you might be able to pull it off. Are they still gone? No. We'll we'll say for now they're still there. You you have we one. We have these soothing, calming. You have tones. one round. <laughs> one sorry, round to go down. Sorry, not to. I'm not trying to be a stickler. Or anything, just saying. So, you know, we were just talking about lifting behind the screen and letting the DM do the thing, and here comes. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm the least. I'm the least lawyer, rules lawyer of our entire like group. Like I never shut up right now. Any rules ever? I'm usually like, yeah, man, go for it. Whatever, let's do it. <laughs> it's fine. We'll see what Whoa. happens. Hersk, like it is your turn. These guys. <laughs> Well, I'm just trying to see, like, if Shadow Walk does anything it. while it's active or not. Does it, like, increase her AC or anything? <laughs> I don't know. There's, like, six paragraphs to the spell. I wasn't intending to read the entire thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. This I is all your fault. I can't apologize enough. I'm sorry, guys. It is your turn, though. You can. Okay. Well, I'm going to shoot it red. Okay, go for you it. You are inspired. Also, red oh. heals up a little bit. Ha! The 27 will hit, the 14 will miss. So, a little bit of damage. Goes, well, more damage than you've been doing because of all your buffs. So, a decent amount of damage goes through there. It's still up. Do you tell us about the spell? Uh, yes, I shout six paragraphs worth of information regarding the spell. Yeah. I think he just says they <laughs> might go away. Jessup had to retcon so <laughs> like three sentences yeah. or five sentences in two rounds, and you can read six paragraphs <laughs> in six seconds. Hersk would shout that they're just trying to get away. He won't obviously go into detail, but that they're trying to run away. Okay. Do you stay at the Shadow Walk or just leave it at that? Sure. Just trying to get away. I'll, I'll shout that they're teleporting. How about that? Okay. That brings us to Kieran. I mean, I doubt we're going to be able to finish him. But... Yeah, I could do a thing that will draw this out, but I won't. Cause... Do it! Do it! Entangle. No, it's it's a, little, it's a little meta, so I won't do it. I will just magic missile red. Okay. That's fair. For 11 force 11. damage. I'm sorry, we didn't have to drag this out. <laughs> Still up. We might get him. Or it. I, I will. Know. I'll move forward. How dare oh, you? No, I'm stuck on the. The mayor. He's got a five foot step up. Actually, he'll ta he'll he'll do a full move action. He'll be up there and he'll be like, "Oh, those gardens were so beautiful." And then uh, that'll be <laughs> Jessup's turn. Um, move action restart. Performance. Um, Spark courage, obviously. I'll okay. Put on some battle music to make it a little more. Exciting. Yeah, I'm not immersed right now. I'm For the next like four four minutes. What have I done? I'm sorry. 
What a fiend! I and hope you feel bad Jessup about it. I, I do! I hope you feel bad about it. Goodness gracious. I, I can even tell nobody's into this. You could have just said, nope, we're gonna hand wave it. Oh, no, <laughs> no. Josh is into this. We might kill her. Jessup nope. will cast yeah. a spell. We'll he see. will cast. Maybe. Shadow walk. Shadow walk. He's gonna chase them into the shadow. I don't even know if you can because the path is all funky and you don't even know where you're going. Um, I will cast your piercing scream so they have to uh, fail a DC 13. DC 13. Impossible. Uh, which save is this? A will save or a? Uh, fortitude. Okay, so fortitude's better than will. Uh, that is a 15. Okay, so they pass, so they will take half damage on 46. Okay. Sonic. Okay. Half of that. Too bad. That's not okay. bad. Still up. Uh, her gear goggles are not uh, showing anything. It's still above whatever the goggles say. I think it's four okay, it's like or higher. Four. So. Yeah, four or higher. Yep. Still not. Still not low. Um. That does give us Gideon, who has a chance. Who will charge. Get I need to roll one a, D, a D2 to see which square it, I land in. And if we're gonna draw in this, this particular out, situation, well... doesn't matter. Yeah, but we might as well, if we're going to play by the rules, we'll just charge straight. One time. I do it one time, and this is what I get. Well, one also, time. technically, this one would be 15. Should be 15 feet. No, because it's the first angle. Never mind. Yeah. 29 will yeah, hit. hit. I don't think, yeah, so. No. You do uh, some decent damage to it, but that is not going to be enough to down the creature and still not showing up on the goggles. Is that rolling damage, right? Do, do, does I, it have to roll a concentration check to maintain the spell? It already cast the spell. It, it's not Kidding. in the middle of casting it. I'm joking. I'm not drawing this out on it any further. I'm done. It's a standard action and it lasts for hours, so. 1d8 plus 1d6 plus 10. Yes. Okay, I see it here. I rolled a 3. Okay. Yes. A 3 and a 1. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. That brings us to their turn. The creature will withdraw at a speed of 50 miles an hour through a house. Uh, They are gone. Uh, that's what we should have done with it. We should have grappled the the body, <laughs> the one that was down. Should have grappled and then drags it. Drags hers through the shadows <laughs> at five hundred miles an hour. Can only do it one 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 creature. Can only you end up creature. on the shadow plane. Yeah. Frampton's there, like her. Yeah, I was oh, gonna say. It'd be, it'd be Abner. Hey, what's up? Right. See, what's going There's on? There's Abner's there. Yeah. I'm getting Abner. out of here. <laughs> hey, I'm Abner Calhoun. Okay. <laughs> And with that, you have defeated or at least chased off the creatures to some other plane or some very far, far distance away. I'm so sorry. Why? The mayor makes his way over here. He looks to you, Jessup, and says, I understand how important that was, but it is a shame. I always voted for the Millers over here. (laughs) Yeah, um... I'll pay him back somehow. Well, if you have a druid friend, maybe you could have them do, like, plant growth or something. Uh, I have a lot of friends. Uh, maybe maybe I could find one in the ranges or something. But uh, if you're not, pun intended, 
I think we're safe for now. Yes, well, let's hope so. You all did quite well there. Alright, well, I guess, uh... Just a look, is, is there stuff on fire? No. She'd want to make sure that's, but okay. No, just, it's just an instantaneous effect. We, we leave long and come back an hour later and then their house is burned down. Um, <laughs> and, and then we couldn't put out the fire because of that well. Um, yep, if that well had been repaired. So, I think uh, we should make haste um, to yes. check on the bodies. Yes, I think you're right. We so should not linger here. What did you say? Well, Risk, Risk, you okay over there? Need some healing? Uh, yeah, that'd be spectacular. Uh, I don't feel so good. About half. If I had to give it a... Oh, I will give you a two cure mods quick. That Total is... of 33. Will that bring you up, or do you need a cure light? That's close enough, I'm good. Okay. I'm one hit point down. It'll be that fine. That first was terrible, and that other one was pretty good. 12 and then 21. The rolls were tough in that combat, man. I'm On both you. sides. On, On both, both sides, sides. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, rough. Rough to say okay. the least. To the dead bodies! So yeah, you guys right, continue... They did get there first. Yeah, you continue your way towards the warehouse. And again, Hursk, to your knowledge, Shadow Walk is a very uh, kind of funky travel spell you don't really choose where you're going so you hope that they didn't miraculously via deus ex machina teleport to the bodies and (laughs) what are the odds you make it to the warehouse there and the door is locked um i don't think any of you have a key you could use your chime of opening if you wanted to unlock it it's not a terribly difficult lock so i wouldn't even really bother with the roll but Oh, yeah, I can use a charge of the chime of opening. So I will hit the chime, and you don't want to roll for it, Jason? Yeah, I'm not going to bother. It's a very, it's it's just a simple lock that they put on this warehouse. It's nothing like a superior lock or anything. Alrighty. So I will do that. Okay. So you unlock the door. It doesn't look like there's anybody here. It's just a warehouse. They don't have, like, guards or anything, so... You guys walk into the back office. Jessup knows where he's going, so he leads you all there. He shows you the room, and it doesn't look like it's been moved from where you left it, Jessup. It's still slightly cracked open because you weren't able to move it perfectly into place, but it it doesn't appear that anything came in. And as you um, as you get okay. Oh, okay. I didn't you go ahead. I was just gonna like look at it, but um you know, take take a twenty quick or so just yeah. to make yeah. sure it wasn't like re trapped or something. Yeah, you don't you don't notice anything in there that looks trapped. It doesn't look like anybody's come through here in the past day. Dang. So So Jessup will pull open the door. Um now yeah. that he's not, you know, needing to be as stealthy, I guess he can kinda of tug at it or whatever to kind of re to open it. Yeah. And with multiple of you there you're easily able to shift it out of the way and open the back room. And you do see the bodies are still there. And you're looking over them. It does look like they have, they're have they in deep into the process of decay. They've been here for a while. And like I said, the stench is very bad in this room. The mayor kind of holds his nose. And you see him kind of shake his head slightly. He says, well, 
I'll be honest, I had I had hoped that you were wrong. Yeah, um, me too, Maya. I guess, uh, you know, that's probably why those three have been uh, so, uh, you know, on you past few weeks or whenever. That's just upholding his nose. Yeah. Stench breath. Yeah, I got that. Um, <laughs> you see him kind of shudder slightly, and he's like, I... It's a very terrifying thought to think that they were not who I thought they were this whole time. Yeah, I guess you, uh, unfortunately, we're not going to need those nightmares to make sure that you don't sleep not well at night. I think, uh, this is going to make you sleep deprived for a while. Yes, no, I, I don't think that I'm going to try to sleep for it tonight. I think, I think I'm going to pull an all-nighter this time. Oh, I'll read I a book or something. Oh, that'd be nice. Yes. Oh, yes. Can I read a book I think, while the, the spell is active? I think we better check out that well because they were quite insistent on it getting fixed. So maybe there's something well, that's a very strange about the well. Yes, we could draw this out quite far, couldn't we? <laughs> Let us go back and investigate the well. <laughs> the well. You all return to the well. It's just down the street here on the same map. Don't even have to move you. Um, it's, it's a portal a, to the big boss, Batty. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. takes you to book it's six. Magic on the well. Oh wow! Um, it's one of the, it's just an instant teleport. Yeah, instant book six. It's it's, it's like one of those Super Mario three ward pipes. Yeah, yeah one it's of the a speed pipes. runner, speed runner, uh, little strap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They put it in there because you know people <laughs> love to uh, speed runner Pathfinder APs. Yeah, it's actually not yes. a very known category. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, like, any, I'm all for you yeah. guys getting to the book six at yeah. level nine. Iron Fang invasion any percent run. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, so you guys, you guys find the bodies there, and uh, the mayor kind of looks to all of you and says, "Well, um, it's a bit of a gruesome thing, but would you mind helping me carry them out? And perhaps we can, for now, perhaps we can take them back to my manor, and then in the morning we can have them moved to the cemetery once we've dug proper graves." Gideon nods. Okay. So. I, uh, yeah, if you guys can help, I'm I'm still a little uh, a little pooped out here. Uh, are you saying you need healing? No, no uh, yeah. Jessup's fatigue, so actually I only have a nine strength right now. I think I could, but I I, I don't think that he wants to watch me drag one of the corpses down the street. <laughs> I mean, hers will pick one up. Yeah, yeah. getting can carry one as well. Yeah, and he has a. I got rid of his stat block. What's his? What is his? What is? What are his stats? He has a fourteen strength, so yeah, he can do it. Weak, weak saw. Weak. His stats are like abs. how I build characters. You're weak. <laughs> um. So yeah, you guys are able to bring the bodies back to his manor, and he kind of uh, takes some some cloth and kind of wraps them up once once you have gotten there and. Lays them in a, an empty room so that they can be properly taken in the morning. And w what do you guys want to do after that? I believe this is very late at night at this point. I, uh, I guess since we don't know what's going to happen, what the uh, the plans are, um, if there's enough rooms, you know, I, I would maybe vote that we all just spend the night here at the mayor's house in case something happens. Yes, uh, there, are, there are enough rooms, I think. Uh, one of you might have to double up. I think we have three spare rooms. Oh, wait, no. That, yes, one of you, you will have to it, double up. 
I wouldn't mind doubling up with somebody in case uh, we get attacked at night. I'm a little frail old man. Yeah, it's probably best that we all stay here. Anybody object? To, especially since we're being attacked in our sleep. That's that's not great. There's a common area. We could all just sleep on the floor in the main room or something. Oh, uh, slumber party. Yes, if if you like don't it. mind the floor, then the Hello, the main hall will do just fine. I'm sure. Well, it's certainly not my preference, but we've spent enough time out in the wild that I've gotten sort of used to it, I guess. At this point, I'm just exhausted and yes, yes. Well, really, uh, just want to sleep. Feel free to drag the mattresses out or something. Make yourself at home. Right, I might take you up on that. That sounds better than sleeping on the hard floor. I'll be in my room, on on a bed. So, actually, I'll be reading. It did he, in, okay, in so bed. Jessup would cast Keep Watch on him if he wants to. Yes, that would be nice, yes. Um, Perhaps you can give me that nope. one so I can just not yep. go to sleep for a long time. Uh, do you have uh, use magic device by chance? I... I do not. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> but Nava guess... does, I'm sure, and she is a good yeah. friend of mine. So. An acquaintance, well, I'm really. sure she's got something to help you anyway, so... Uh... Okay. Gideon, why don't you make him some rose tea, and then uh, he can read his book comfortably. Uh, Gideon will, uh, I guess, do so, or ask where the kitchen is. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, he, he tells you where everything is. It's late, so there's nobody around to help you, but you can do stuff however you like in the meantime. Oh, um, Gideon makes himself uh, comfortable in the kitchen and just unabashedly uses all of their equipment yep. and supplies. Makes a ham sandwich. I think if yeah. you guys well, uh, there. want to, it might make sense. <laughs> um, it might make sense to sleep in shifts if you want. Then that way, if somebody is having a nightmare, then hopefully the people who are awake can maybe help try to raise them. Yeah, if yeah. you'd like to, you can do shifts. That's no problem. I, that's what I'm thinking of just doing shifts. If that's fine, because I just was fatigued and has some mobility damage, so he actually wants to sleep. Sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gideon's fine with that. Yes. So you guys all post up in the mayor's house and you begin to sleep. And I think that is a good point too, as I, I think I mentioned this at the end of the last session for you guys to be aware of. You guys, after that fight, level up to level 10. Level <laughs> up! So I had mentioned to be kind of prepared for the changes there, so... Yes. Is anybody particularly ready to go over what they get at level ten? Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I'm yeah. I'm basically leveled on paper. Obviously, I didn't put everything online because I didn't want it to mess up my rolls for that combat. But yeah. on paper, I've got pretty much all my choices. Yeah. So what's going on with you? Um. So the biggest one here is I take another level and exalted the prestige class which he has uh, which means at level 3 I receive my first divine boon uh, 
But as a consequence of a feat called Deific Obedience that I was able to do that. And it gives you three, uh, at the first one, you get three spell-like abilities that you can use. And so for Milani, as her Exalted, I get the spell-like ability called uh, Sacred Partisan. And that means that three times per day I can cast Divine Favor. Two times per day I can cast Spiritual Weapon. And once per day I can cast Magic Vestment using my spell caster level for each of those. So... Very powerful, um, pretty cool. Magic Vestment in particular will save me a lot of money. It just means that I can ca uh, magically enhance my armor or sh uh, shield each morning, which will just save me money in the long run and just further pump that uh, AC as much as possible. That's the biggest thing in this level, plus two level four spells that he picks up. One thing uh, that we can look up after the session yeah, sure. Um, I believe that when I was doing this for Rowan, when he was the uh, the evangelist of Erastal, I yeah. believe you have to choose one of those spell-like ability options, and that is the one you get. Uh, oh, not each. That because they say me. something three times per day, something twice per day, or something once per day. I see. So I believe you choose take, one of those three. I would just take magical magic vestment, because that'll save me the most money. And I already have divine favor as a thing. Okay. Yep. So... Still, that would make sense. And how many Still, times can you do that a day? Once, which once, is fine. And it's hours per level, though. It's so hours it's, per level. Yeah. It's like magic armor yeah. or major armor or whatever. You just cast it at the beginning, and yep. then you have... Still very nice higher. choice. Very nice choice indeed. And that is your big thing. Nothing else yeah. that you want to yeah. reveal yet, or you want to keep everything else for... No, it's just spells that I get, and okay. literally nothing else happens here. So. Okay. Moving on to... Jessup, you said you were ready there? I thought I was. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> um, just some minor bonuses to stats across the board, um, which will just be nice. Um, increased saves, reflex, and uh, will, which are not too bad. I do get um, two new cool things. I get a jack of all trades for my bard. So this allows me to use any skill, even if it requires me to be trained. So I can basically use all trained skills now, um, which are neat. So we've been lacking a disabled device person, so now I can do that. Hence why I metagamed and stole the uh, thieves' tools off of the doppelganger's bodies or asked for one. So Indeed. I have a set of that. And I also get another um, uh, versatile performance. So at 6th level, when I would have gotten an additional performance, I instead used the ability to expand my versatility with one. So I added Intimidate to my... Um, oratory but this time i decided to actually pick up a brand new performance and after much consideration um my time with frampton is finally coming to fruition so now i actually have the dance performance nice so jessup will now be able to carry on the worm nice <laughs> wow so. okay excellent yep. yep not what i expected Wonderful. so this is now canon so yes Perfect. Okay. And then uh, level four spells, which are always obviously. Yeah. Good, so. That's going to be a big one, I think. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, Hersk and Karen, are one of you particularly ready to go? I am. Yeah. Okay. Hersk, what's up? Yeah. So, I mean, what's my big one obviously that we can finally bring back. Because um, yes. I gain Raise Animal Companion as a spell like ability. Yes, indeed. Uh, which is cool. So, I can finally bring him back. And. Uh, other than that, really just getting those level four spells. Pretty big. Pretty big. Yeah. It's a big deal. Yeah. 
Okay. And yeah, so raise animal, animal companion. Since it's a spell-like ability, you don't have to worry about paying for it. Uh, nope. But you will have to consider the restoration spell on Titan because when a creature Correct. is raised, it gains two negative levels. Yeah. I believe. So can I use two restorations to get rid of them or can I only get one rid of one through restoration? No, because this spell cannot be used to dispel more than one permanent level in a one week period. Oof. So he will have a one negative level for a week, basically. That's another question. Does he come back as level 10 or does he come back as level nine? He, I, I would say he comes back, ba his leveling is based on your level. So right. <laughs> he comes back at whatever, whatever level you have, but with a yeah. negative level. So I don't know about that. And any Pokemon RPG or anything I played, you don't get experience when you're dead. I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. It, <laughs> technically you wouldn't, but it would be so unbelievably annoying to do that. Right. That I, I don't, Want to I don't want to do it. that. So. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> I respect yeah, your decision. Fiat. So, <laughs> anything else? No, that's okay. that's basically yeah, it. That still good stuff. Level four spells and raise animal companion. Okay, Kieran, best for last. Blow us away. You better, this dude. Is, this better be crazy. This is gonna blow your mind. I get nothing blind sense Ooh. and a bloodline feat and that's it um, and I took blind fight as my bloodline feat so blind fight says in melee every time you miss because of concealment you can re-roll your mischance percentile roll one time to see if you actually hit an invisible attacker gets no advantages related to hitting you in melee. That is, you don't lose your dexterity bonus to armor class, and the attacker doesn't get the usual plus two bonus for being invisible. The invisible attacker's bonuses do still apply for ranged attacks, however. You do not need to make acrobatic skill checks to move at full speed, full speed while blinded. And one thing that we'll have to, you know, if we fight um, the greater bar guest or whatever again is that this is of no use to someone who is subject of a blink spell so if that comes up but. That, is, that seems highly specific yeah I but don't makes know why, sense. But... It, it does yeah. make sense because the blink spell they're not on that plane of existence so right yeah so that's literally it outside of rolling HP mm -hmm. okay yeah. oh yeah do we so, roll HP already or no uh, no I don't believe anybody... yeah we did you got a one. I'm wow. okay with that. No, you got a two. Let me oh, pull up sure. my thing here. So, Kieran and Gideon don't get anything for favored class bonus, so I'll just put a line in there. Uh, Hersk and Jessup, is there anything? Are you doing the same? Hersk, you've always done HP. Are you doing that again this level for favored class bonus? Correct. Okay. And Jessup, you've always done the special thing. Are you doing that again, too? Yeah. Yeah, okay. actually... Um... I'm still deciding on the uh, spell that I want, but I okay. think I'm going to take a level one. Okay. So yeah, everybody can roll their hit dice. Let's do let's do one at a time. So who uh, we'll go in the order that we went before. So Gideon, roll your hit die. Uh, just so you know, I think I'm going to be doing uh, favorite class bonus as a skill this level. Yeah, uh, I thought one. you said you don't get one because the oh, prestige. Oh yeah, because right, of prestige. Yeah, never mind. Forget that. Yeah. Dude. Oh, filthy. There we go. There we go. So a D8 
And you got a seven on the die. Mm-hmm. For nine more hit points, not bad. Raising up to 81. The HP roll was a seven. Next up is Jessup. Can we keep it going? It's another D8, I believe. It It is! Another seven. Nice. Wow. For That's a, a big one. I think I've had hit points. garbage rolls the past few. You had... Last level was a two. The level before that was an eight. Before that was a two, then a three. So... You're 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 either a seven or an eight or a two and a three. It almost like every other level I I balance out to be probably average. Yeah, there was a single level where you rolled a four. Everything else was either an eight, seven, two, or three. So you're an interesting maxer, Sarah. That's why Sarah hates Jessup. Filthy. They so Hersk, another D eight. Can we get three sevens in a row? No, not bad. Four, four on the die. Not terrible. And last but not least, we've got our D12, who yeah, you have rolled I... t- 10, 11, 10 on your D12s. So Yeah, I'll probably roll like, a, I think the min I can get is four. Yeah, because you re-roll one, two, and three. Oh no, if I get min, oh, that'll be so sad for a reason. So I can't roll with my sheet because six. Six. So with that and my con... I am at 101 hit points. Holy cow. I wish you broke the triple digits. Triple digits? Is that because you have like an 18 con? I have a 16 con. Oh, I thought you had an 18. And I should mention, I didn't say it, but I did take another level in Dragon Disciple. So. I assumed because that's where the the blind sense comes from. Um, But uh, next level, I actually. I'll just say now. I actually get a boost to con next level, so I'll be an 18 con. Yeah, that's wow. And you, took, points. and you took toughness, too, right? right? So you'll get yeah. 11 HP on top of the roll. Yeah. So. Yeah. You're quite a tank, like putting Gideon well, to shame. I'm a squishy tank that can get hit a lot. Well, <laughs> I don't you're, you're basically so. a barbarian without the rage powers. If you kind can of. cast Mirror Image, I don't know if you're really that squishy. Yeah, except yeah. when you get when you get uh, troops that do reflex save damage because I can't. I do like that's why I just need to hit you with displacement. I do like mirror troops. image is no joke. Okay, but overall, pretty decent, I would say. Pretty decent yeah. indeed. So you guys wake up the next morning feeling level ten. You're really feeling level ten now. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> and except for Jessup, who does still have ability damage, so he still and feels a little How much ability crappy. damage do I heal? Is it just one per day? One per day. So I'm at negative two yep. for charisma, but I'm no longer fatigued. Unless you get slots. somebody to cast like restoration or something on you. I Let's see. Which <laughs> you could probably do in town. That's not a big thing. You just have to spend the money to do it. Um, it's, I just need lesser restoration, though, right? Uh, probably, yeah, because it's just damage. Yeah, because I don't need, I don't need, I don't need negative levels. It's just a one d four, I believe, for yeah, lesser. Yep. <laughs> good. I wake up unfatigued. That did not feel good. And I regain spells this time, Jason. Yes. So you notice throughout the night, none of you have those particularly malicious nightmares. Ah. Uh. <laughs> oh no. So. You don't know if that means that you've fully driven them off. Hard to say, but 
for now, you seem okay. And the morning comes. How would you like to approach? I, according to my notes, you have three days. Unless, so you again, you don't know if your if your um, sabotage of the orders is going to get you is going to buy you any time. But according to the original timeline. You have today and then two more days, so three total days left. So the, technically, then, the battle will be on the fourth day, correct? Correct. Okay. You have a full day today and then two full days. So. Oh, morning, troops. I guess, uh, after everything, you know, today might be a breath of fresh air. I sure hope so. Did anyone have any dreams last night? I did not. Um, no. I don't mean anything too crazy. Maybe we might check on the mayor, because, you know, even though he didn't sleep and had uh, nightmares or anything like that, I know uh, sometimes the mind can wander when you're awake left to your own devices, you know what I mean? So Jessup will uh, try to go check on the mayor to make sure he's okay. And do we still have that gift to give him? Because we totally have not given him that gift. We gave it back to Nava to give to him because she was oh, like, oh, right. now that I'm here, I can just give it to him. You're right, you're right. Yeah, uh, as you guys are waking up, um, I, assuming you don't leave immediately around like no. the 8 to 8.30 time frame, Nava does actually knock on the door uh, and is led in by a couple of the, I think the butler and a couple maids are in, are in by now. And she's let in, and she actually has it with her. So she's actually making her way up to talk with him after the morning is en route. Gideon, I had a really weird dream about you. You were picking berries for like 14 hours. It was really strange. <laughs> he, he laughs. Uh, yeah, a funny dream. I don't think anything like that ever happened. Yeah, I couldn't have. That would have been crazy, right? That would have been. That Only would have a been. really crazy person would do something like that, right? Oh, I've, absolutely. They, they must have been just... <laughs> Only a loon. Only an absolute lunatic would be so <laughs> Right. Crazy. Well, at least in my dream, I think you were fully clothed. When you did it before, I think you were stark naked or something like that, right? That's <laughs> not <Jabalin>. my head. <laughs> Uh, no, no, Kieran. I, I think you might be projecting there. That was that's not what I thought happened, at least. Uh, My... Right. Well, it's funny to remember about first impressions and all. Mm. He knows. Cool guy has, of course. Okay. Well, I'm feeling good about today. I feel a lot better. I feel refreshed. Uh, I think I think we're we're gonna do all right. We can go out and. I feel like maybe we have put an end to the saboteurs. Hopefully. I like what Time she's done. Look, look what he's done. What? Jinxed it all. Oh, me. <laughs> Last time, Kieran was all, like, optimistic. He almost died because of poison. So let's see yeah. what today will bring. Indeed. What would you guys like to do today? You have, um... by my count... I don't think you can do all of the tasks anymore, but you can get almost all of them still. Yeah. I think um, Jessup really needs to work on that wall. Like, he has tried so many times. It's gone poorly quite um, often. I guess in this case, because he has to roll a knowledge um, 
engineering, I believe, or there's a couple other things. I think uh, craft stone masonry or profession stonemason would also work. So, I think Jessup would maybe go to um, see if he can uh, locate the rangers after checking on the mayor to see if potentially any of them um, have any knowledge engineering. Like, I don't know if uh, Cicero does or anybody, and see if maybe they can help. Um, I guess he would ask Kursk. I, I doubt it, but he'll ask Kursk if he's got knowledge engineering or, or something to help out in that perspective. Uh, no, uh, not not all dwarves are, are good at building. Um, well, I, I uh, it's a stereotype that's I, not necessary. I didn't true. want to stereotype, but uh, you know, uh, uh, it's okay. I don't blame you, but it's last time. You, not uh, true. Yeah, yesterday I almost forgot that you were even here. No offense. So I just want to make sure I incorporated you this morning in our plans. Uh, the, yep, I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I think uh, you know, I'm feeling pretty good today about uh, maybe going to see uh, Titan and. I don't know, seeing if maybe I could do something. Oh. Good luck. I, I appreciate it. You're welcome to join me, if you'd like. But but I understand the wall calls. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, I got... Either I'm going to help build that wall up, or I'm going to help keep tearing it down for the Legion one way one, one or another. <laughs> <laughs> that, okay. is that is actually accurate. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> So Jessup is going to go out and do either harm or good. Hursk is going to go out for the meantime and uh, see what he can do about Titan. Depending on how quickly those things go, he might be able to help out on one of the other checks later on in the day. Uh, Kieran and Gideon, what's your plans? If I'm not mistaken, I still have one more instance that I can go same old, same old. Yeah, and roll I believe up. Militia Drills, there's one use of that left. Yep, so uh, I think I'll just do that, keep it up as normal uh, kind okay. of thing. Yep. And uh, Kieran? Uh, Kieran wants to go shopping at the church. <laughs> okay. Um, nice. Actually, yeah. I don't know if this is where it would be, but like potions, would that be at the church? It depends, I guess. <laughs> like Why is everything we try to buy at the church? <laughs> it's always at the church. There's literally a flea market right out front of it. Right? <laughs> there's like There's three stores over here that could have potions. Okay. So, Kieran's going to definitely make a point that, like, none of the others in the group are with him when he does this. Okay. Um, so he's going to, like, be like, oh, I'll, I'm going to go help out uh, on the other side of town. Uh, we'll meet back, you know, maybe maybe we can get lunch together today or something. It's been a while since we've had a meal together. Um, and he's going to try the stores uh, because he's looking to see if they have any potions of remove fear because he doesn't want to get scared again. He's had a rough couple of days, so I don't know if that's a D100 roll, or since it's a first-level potion, if they would just have that. Yeah, so it's a potion of, you said, remove fear? Remove fear. That is a first-level spell? Yes. Yeah, I'd say that's... They they would have that. That's, that's a common spell, and it's a low-level spell, so that's not hard to find. Could I pick up two of those? Sure. Okay, so that's what, 100 gold? Yes, I think so. Okay, so once I do that, um, let me just jot that down before I forget. Um, he is going to look to do, I think he may have done the internal defenses before, but basically like that saying, like organized fallback locations and choke points, barricades, med medical stations, and all of that stuff. So he's going to use diplomacy to try to 
talk to the town, get a feel for the layout of the town, um, maybe chat with some of the people to see if there's any areas that, you know, maybe around the church would be a good area to have like a medical station if there's clerics nearby, um, determining the best route from different directions, you know, assuming maybe there's a siege at this gate at the, the south, you know, what is the most direct route to get to the church, you know, something like that. He's just okay. going to chat with the people doing that. So that will be how he spends yep. his day. And you did attempt that once, but that was the time that the uh, saboteurs sabotaged. Okay. So you still have three uses of that ability. So we and was go- there was there a cap on how many an individual person could do? Like they couldn't do the same thing? Oh, no, that wouldn't make sense. No, you can do the same, the same thing as many times. It's just each. So the party collectively can do three things a day. Okay. Check. And okay. like you could all do city walls three times in one day. It's just I you'd have to. I think you can at least. Um, so yeah, we'll have Jessup roll your knowledge engineering. Uh, Gideon, go ahead and roll your. I think you were doing diplomacy. Uh, or profession soldier. Sorry. Soldier. Did I get with any of the rangers to determine if any of them could assist? Yeah. With so if you talk eating? to the other rangers, it doesn't look like they sent any of their like architects out here. Anybody okay. who probably did know about knowledge engineering, they kept to help rebuild the forts. The ones that they sent out here are better at survival and actually like at fighting and, and assisting and that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, I'll roll you profession soldier. Yeah, so Kieran rolled his diplomacy. It's a 22, which is a success. Ooh. Gideon rolls a 15, which is just barely a success. I think I think that was like the bare minimum he could roll, yeah, right? Yeah, that is the DC. And I will clarify so that there's no misunderstandings later. Kieran is wearing a shirt today. He is not walking around shirtless. <laughs> nope, that's how people recognize him. No, no, his, no, no. By his black hair and abs. He's trying to get work done today, so he is very modestly dressed. You notice Very... that nobody seems to recognize you. Oh, I he has say, a halter top on. He, <laughs> no, he has very good fashion. Like he dresses very well for himself, but he is fully clothed. Okay. So yeah, with those two successes, so it's ten from militia drill, and I'll delete that because that was the last use. Five from internal defenses, so those would get you to fifty-six defense points, and. Jessup, we will see if he can succeed or not. So, out of curiosity, when... I know that we're rolling once, but it's constituting for the full eight hours. Five hours, yes. Or Oh, it's five hours? Yes, it's five hours. Um, okay, I'm just doing quick math here real quick to see if you will allow me to do something. Probably not. Um, so, Jessup took a new spell, um, Investigative Mind. Ooh, Vicket has that. S- so, yep, so with that, I can roll basically with advantage on any knowledge, linguistic, spellcraft, or appraise check. So even though I'm making one roll, I don't know if you'd allow me to do that, or could I argue if you wanted me, I know it would suck, but to use the spell cast it three times, which would equivalent be for five hours for one roll. I would say, yeah, you'd have to cast it three times. I would okay. want it to be on for the entire duration of okay. the 
of the effect. Yeah. So I will check off three of my five level use spells. Or I'm sorry, level two. I, I'm not level five yet. Um, for those spells. So I'll use it three times, and then I will roll with advantage. Okay. So I'll just recast it after that hundred minutes then for the full duration. Yeah. While he's doing that, can you remind me which skills for our game count as background? Uh, goodness, let me get to the. If you don't, just tell me the here. document. Or the, it's oops, on. the uh, I put it on the house rules thing. So, house background rules, skills uh, are these ones. Let me. I'll copy and paste them into the chat. That'd be brilliant. So, so those are all background skills. Didn't oh. need it because I rolled a twenty-three and then my advantage was a twenty-seven. Okay. So I think I did pretty well, but. Yeah. Um, you notice I that, that might have been overkill. without the uh, sabotage and with you feeling better, uh, you make significant progress on the wall. The uh, northern side is actually pretty shored up at this point. You just need to address the southern and the eastern walls. Uh, that is worth 10, so that brings you to 166 defense points total. And Hursk, you are now able to cast raise animal so you head to the chapel they had been preserving titan's body you go in there and, and he is there fairly pristine still and you can use that ability so i was gonna have it like hearse goes in sees titan kind of walks up to his body and kneels down next to him and he's just kind of talking to to titan's body here and he's like uh, you know, the others have had some pretty rough dreams, uh, but uh, I had a, a real interesting dream last night that you were you were back and and that I brought you back. I don't, I don't know what it means, but I was just happy to have you back. And then he'll kind of like put his hand on Titan. And in my mind, I imagine he didn't know that he could bring Titan back. But that, like, by doing that, thinking that, having the dream, the spell-like ability kind of goes off when he touches Titan. Yep. When he's in that kind of mindset, and that's yep. how spell-like abilities Titan are back. pretty much purely mental actions. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's just thinking about that dream that he had and stuff, and that that kind of transfers it into yep. into Titan. I like to think that he could always do this. It's just he didn't try until just now. Yeah. I like um, it. So you do that, and you lay your hand on Titan, and for a second, nothing happens, but after a minute, because that's the casting time of the spell, after a minute, Titan's legs begin to twitch slightly, and he begins to, like, stand up, and he's kind of wobbly, because, like, he has the two negative levels, so he's not, like, all there, but you can see him kind of, like, twitching, and he gets to his feet, and he's, like, moving around, he's kind of fidgeting a little bit, and he goes to look at you. And he just kind of, like, sits there, stares at you for a little bit. Torog's tongs! <laughs> and he, like, falls back on his butt because he wasn't expecting for <laughs> Titan to come back. Titan crawls um, on top of you. <laughs> he'll, uh, he'll give him some, some pats. Uh, there's a good boy. Uh, I'm happy to have you back. I don't, uh, I don't know what's going on, but it's amazing. He does that so thing happy. that beetles do with their wings, where they don't, like, fly, but they, they like, flutter, flutter a little their bit. wings a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they flutter a little bit, yeah. Yeah. 
and you're even in the chapel so if you wanted to do the restoration you could do that as well um uh you still seem a, a bit wobbly uh let's have a cleric take a look at you and he'll go find a cleric yep. to look at yep just so that you are aware having restoration cast to remove a negative level would be uh 1000 gold plus the actual services which would be oh great heavens uh i i don't have that much money uh i can okay, put it on my tab or <laughs> <laughs> It would be a total um, of thirteen hundred sixty gold pieces. We oh! have we have okay. that in the party funds, so just we'll take it out of party funds. <laughs> I like to think you go up and they're like, uh, "I'm sorry, but this is a Church of Abadar," and you're oh, like, no. "Okay, fine." Oh, oh, come on! They would they would run, they would work on credit. I'd vouch for them. It's like, oh, we can we can do credit, but there's a ten percent interest per hour. Oh, per hour! Hourly? <laughs> come on! Goodness come on! Monthly? Monthly? Uh, please! Monthly? Um, but yeah, you, over the course of however much time, you can amass the funds to have it cast from from well, the party funds. Yeah, I've oh. got party funds, so not my party funds. I, I don't, I don't break time back. I refuse. <laughs> it, it just goes to buy something later and reaches in, and the party funds are gone from his pouch. Cause that's how it works. With <laughs> how it works you make it return. sound like all of you have like a collective, like a linked, like <laughs> handy haversack. Yep. So yep. each of you can go into your own handy have a second. It's the party funds right in there. Yeah, that's a yeah, magic that's, item that we, needs to be made. We've yeah, it is. it is. I think it does exist. The linked money. That's what uh, it needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. So... I mean, I mean, Hersk could come find Kieran and ask for money, and Kieran, being a follower of Abadar, would be like, hmm. <laughs> there may be a withdrawal fee on that. That goes to. <laughs> Kieran? Yeah. Um, also, yeah. <laughs> Kieran, the money that Hearst helped acquire with his like, withdrawal fee. She could take 10% party funds and put yeah. it into his own pocket. Yeah. As yeah. party That's treasurer, I am entitled to certain benefits. Don't you know I work at my... I, I make more than minimum wage over here, okay? Right. Um, There is something Kieran, something else Kieran wants to do, though. Okay. If there's time. Uh, and if, yeah, it's if only five hours finished, to do wanna, your thing. I don't want to step on toes. Daddy. I'm done. I don't remember how to um, increase uh, Titan's health points. I don't remember how that works. For it him. goes by, you just take, okay, so how many hit dice does he have? D8. Uh, it's a D8, but his, so you're 10th level, so he has nine hit dice. So nine times 4.5... Yeah, I remember Rounded this is like down. a weird calculation. Yeah, because yeah, they take the average. Right. And the average is 4.5. I just typed in. Uh, didn't need me to type that in. So, 9 times 4.5 is. F so, basically 40. And then his con. What is his con? His con is 16. So, that would be another 3 hit points per hit die. So, 40 plus 9 times 3 would be 67 yep. and yep. I don't think he has any anything that would increase it beyond that so I believe okay. 67 is what he should be at got it perfect but Sorry. um yeah so Hersk has the whole day really because that would only take maybe an hour at most um all of you succeeded on your checks so 
you could flavor aid if you want um or you could do something else like walk around the streets all day karen's going to do something else okay just walk around just walk around the streets all day. I don't, don't worry I don't, about it. I don't trust Kieran. I'm telling you. <laughs> He's no good. He's up to no good. Yeah, Kieran, what's uh, what's your plan? What are you doing? Okay. So, Kieran finishes up his, you know, just talking with the townspeople. And he's going to, like, c- kind of continue that as he's walking through the streets. And he's going to eventually go back to the spot where the combat took place the night before. Yes. And he kind of mutters to himself and he says, never before did I think I would be doing this here in this place. Um, and then he will walk over to the well and spend 10 minutes casting make hole on it. Oh, okay. I did not <laughs> know where that was going. <laughs> so... He's I had going no to... idea where we were going to take that. <laughs> he, he's going to fix the well, and then he will leave. And okay. he's trying to do it. I'm, I'm sure there's people around because it's in the middle of houses and stuff. But he's trying to do it as incognito as he can. Yeah. So you're you're casting make hole. It takes ten minutes to do it. So you're trying to be incognito as you enchant and like. <laughs> wave your arms around and you're casting this spell by the well you can see as you're doing that there's a a couple that are arguing pretty pretty loudly by what seems to be a burned flower garden um they're very distressed and then about halfway through the spell an old man kind of like walks up beside you he's got like a cane so he's kind of leaning on it he doesn't say anything he just like stands there perfectly still and just like watches you as you're making hole on the well and uh, you finish casting the spell, and he still doesn't say anything. He's just looking at it. He just kind of silently nods. Can you just keep this between the two of us? Just, what? Who are you? <laughs> Perfect. Right. Perfect. You didn't see anything here. I was. It was just a performance, right? Yeah. What? Uh, speak up. Oh, yeah. Right. Nice to meet you, Kieran. Good to meet you. You may not want to be here in a couple of days, so if you can, you know, evacuate, maybe better for you, or just find a place to hold up for who knows how long. Bad things might happen. You know, my grandfather built this well. Ah, right. Uh, how did it fall into such disrepair? What? Disrepair. Oh, well, my father and I didn't really care about it, so it just started to get bad. Great. So who should I send the bill to for fixing it? What? I can't hear you. The... He turns and immediately begins to move away before you can say the bill again. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> you know, if I was a true follower of Abadar, I would have charged you. I don't have any money, he says in the distance, which is weird because he shouldn't have been able <laughs> to hear you from that far away. 
He immediately Whatever. goes into his house and closes the door. Kieran makes a mental note of his house and reaches for his wand of fireball and then puts it away. Oh my God! Just kidding! Just kidding! Just kidding! The camera pans as we go into the house, and you see him. We see him, and he's whispering, "Haha, jokes on him. This is my neighbor's house." <laughs> just walks into his neighbor's house. <laughs> Anyways, yes. Okay. So you can anyway. cast make hole on the yes. well. Yes. Okay. So we can close that story, that plot line. Unfortunately, it takes. It's going to take 10 castings, so you'll have to do I've this for the next 10 I've got seven, so I can stand here for almost an hour I'm and a half. I'm joking, yeah. So <laughs> you are able, to, right you are yeah, able right. to fix the well. I'll be honest with you. I'm going to... Yeah, why not? I'm going to do a thing. Point. It's not by the rules. Defense point? I'm going to give point. some defense points. You've secured <laughs> You've secured a reliable source of water for the yes! scene. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Well done, or, or, oh yeah. Why the uh, heck? Giving Sarah advantage on her next roll tomorrow if Kieran wanted to try to support the town. That's I... another thing, Jason. Is um, off topic, but also not for rolling or anything. But I could use make hole if there's just for flavor. If there's spots in the wall that are in a bit of disrepair, sure, I could. I have seven second level spells, so I could essentially just blow them all, just kind of walking on the outside of the wall, trying to shore up any of the, I don't know where. Yeah, if you wanted, if you wanted foundation. to do that, I would probably treat it as just, I would just do an automatic aid another. Okay. Like yeah, not, that's... not have to roll for it, just an automatic plus two. Okay. Yep. Would that work for aiding if Hearst wanted to do something or would that have to be like a, the thing that he's doing? Uh... If make whole is applicable to whatever it is he's doing. Okay, probably not, but... Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, anything else that you guys wanted to do that day? Um, Actually, yeah, Jessup wants to stop by the potion shop because he's got a fancy dance receipt Indeed. for his potion to fly. Yeah, so you go over to Dominic's... I believe it was Dominic's that you went to. And uh, you walk in, you hand over the receipt. It doesn't look like it's Dominic that's there. It's it's somebody else, probably an intern. You're not sure. I don't, well, do you think Jessup spends a lot of time in potion shops in the past? Would you be familiar, do you think, with like everybody who runs the shops? I mean, probably not everybody. He's he's infrequent because okay. um, he can, yeah. travels all around, so he could go to other potion yeah. shops. So I think he might know the main people who've been there a while, but I don't know if he knows the lesser knowns. I yeah, guess. so... It doesn't look like it's Dominic this time, but it's a uh, it's uh, a younger a younger woman there who's behind the desk. But you go up and you show the re receipt, and she nods and goes back real quick and comes back and puts the potion on the counter for you. Ah, appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. Uh, will Will that be all? Oh, uh, I believe so. Do you have uh, other potential healing potions and things in stock if we want to come back to buy some by chance? Um, I can check. We don't usually have too many healing potions. Uh, they go pretty fast, but uh, I can see. And she goes back, and she can find uh, a cure light wounds that's left behind. Um, but for too much more than that, you'd have to probably ask around at the temple or... Uh, maybe even the general goods. The church shop? Yeah. But they they do have one there. 
No, that's all right. I, uh, I was just curious, but uh, if we want to come back and potentially buy it, assuming it doesn't get scooped up, I appreciate it. All right, yeah. And just please. Okay. Uh, fun, funny thing. I was actually thinking about going to pick it up the other day, but I was nervous because I was like, I hope to goodness Jason doesn't have one of the freaking doppelgangers look like me go in and take that stupid potion. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've been so salty if I lost 150 gold. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they were aware of your well, I don't know what they were, may or may not have been aware of um, I, I do like to think though that, that was, Jessup has been stressed this whole time not because I of was, anything actually, it was as a just player, that. So I'm like, oh my gosh like, what if they stole that? that was the only thing he was stressed about the whole time yeah not about dying or anything or his son dying yeah. it's just mostly that potion yeah, yeah. okay um, but yeah I don't really think there's anything I think um you know, Justin might just go back and chit-chat and check up with the mayor to see how he's holding up and then uh, just kind of go and afterwards kind of kick back and relax maybe with the rangers, just kind of get some downtime. Okay. Anytime. Yeah, sounds good. I don't good. know where my son is, but we'll, we'll, we're not going to worry about that. Uh, anything special you wanted to do, Gideon, after your work or... No, just spend some time in okay. quiet reflection and prayer. Uh, mechanically, he is learning celestial, but I see it as just kind of this long era of meditation where he becomes closer to the divine. Right. Yeah. So each of you... He take... asks Milani as part of his daily questions, will I learn celestial? And the answer is unclear. No, it's yes, and he gets it right away. <laughs> uh, Jessup did the same thing, but with Orcish, just because. Orcish? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's orcs in the area. Interesting. That was yeah. the that was the army that attacked Longshadow. I think the first time where the Pathfinder well, group had to help. Yeah. Also, the uh, warden of the jail is a half orc. So. So hmm. there you go. Yeah. No, but uh, yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Jessup hasn't. Oh yeah, Jessup. Um, Gideon hasn't been learning this. Like, it's not like he's been picking it up slowly, like how a lot of us learned Goblin. I, I really do just see it like he gets closer as he follows the path of Milani and just gets divine insight uh, to be able to commune better. That's what happened like with Rowan. Of, uh, I like to think of Jessup where he, he knew a lot of the languages and stuff. We went on his travels when he was much younger with the Rangers, but then over time he just wasn't using them as frequently and just kind yeah. of got super rusty. Um, maybe he could like flavor pick up a word or two through some of the stuff that things were saying but not enough to piece it together but then he kind of starts actually studying and brushing up on some material and oh yeah, yeah. he's always been a polyglot yeah okay so you guys spend the day going through your various activities and maybe you all eventually end up at the pub or whatnot to to uh meet with everybody and uh, have a maybe a mini celebration since the day occurred without any negative uh, events for once in a long time. And are you guys going to spend all your day at the uh, manor again? Are you going back to your individual rooms? What's the plan for the night? Um, I think if, uh, if Hersk was still fine with... Um boarding up with uh, Jessup, I think that he would still maybe recommend that they could both take their night's rest but do the um, the shifts. Yeah. Hurst, yeah. He can hang out with Titan, too, the Titan. Yeah. 
Okay. So you two are both going back there. What about Gideon and Kieran? Gideon, you were always with the mayor, so... Yeah, nothing changes. Yeah, Kieran is going to go back to the inn, to the room, and he's going to collect his things. Leave town. And, yeah, he's going to leave town in the dead of night. Um, he's going to collect his things and effectively check out of that room. Okay. Um, but he's going to check into a different room but he's not going to stay there for the night but he he basically asks the clerk if there's a, a different available room and then he puts down gold for like a week's stay at that in that room which party. I don't know yeah, how the, much that would be the clerk kind of looks at you quizzically not sure why but they do have another a different room and okay. uh, they kind of ask questions like, was was there something about the room that was not to your satisfaction? Uh, is there something we can do? Like that sort of thing. And uh, But yeah, if you want to change rooms, that is easy enough to do. Yep, he will just kind of like laugh it off and haha, no, nothing's wrong. Just like a change of pace, you know, variety. And um, he will, I don't know how much gold you want me to knock off for that for like a week, but... He would do that, and then he would actually go stay with the mayor for the night. Let's see, services and lodgings. So an inn, I'd say this is a this is a common inn. So for a week, that would be three gold and five silver. Okay, he will just give them twenty five gold, and so he probably okay. has already been staying there for a while. So he effectively would just give them ten gold. Okay. Uh, yeah. You do that, and I gotta say, you are really throwing me for a loop this session. I don't know, I don't know what's going through your mind, but I'm curious. <laughs> so, well, for for that, I think he just has bad memories from that room now. Gotcha. Okay. And so he wants to distance himself from the dreams that gotcha. he had. So okay. he's he's really just trying to get a, a change of pace, but in the short term. He's going to stay at the mayor's just because he was split from the party when it happened. So he wants to be at least, you know, Gideon's there, the mayor's there, at least to be in some semblance of a group just in case something like this does happen. But then if he needs to have that room, he wants to make sure he's got a room reserved. I had in my mind that you were going through, you had some elaborate plan. And this was like the first <laughs> step in some master like I wish I could like say I was that book smart, six. But... You were gonna be like, "Do you remember that room? <laughs> that room? I hid something in that room." Okay, no. so I don't have any ulterior motives. <laughs> I wish I did, but I can't think that far ahead. So yeah, you guys all make your way back to uh, the places that you are going to rest for the night. And Jessup, you would actually see when you get back to your homestead because you said you were going to your homestead with Hurst, correct? So you'd see when you get back there, uh, at around midnight, you hear commotion at the front entrance of the of the uh, front door. Oh no! Who's um? Or I don't know. I guess at that time, or Hurst and Jessup both awake, or uh, it depends on if you think you'd be awake at. Uh, oh, well, Hurst's perception is probably as high or higher than yours, so the both of you would hear the noise. Okay. 
so uh, Jess will kind of look up quick and um, somewhat defensively and kind of husk, husk. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I hear it as well. Does the door open? Uh, yeah, so you guys are in the living room then? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, if you guys are in the living room, then the door opens. Uh, do you lock it? Uh, no, Jessup's not that smart. Okay. So yeah, the door opens, and you see. Uh, I imagine there aren't any lights on, so you you see what appears to be a figure in the doorway. Hursk can see. Just like just fine, who it is. Oh, if the door opens, he will cast dancing lights. Okay, so you cast dancing lights, and this figure. It looks to be a very young, young man who has uh, fairly dark skin, like unnaturally dark skin. And as soon as you cast Dancing Lights, he like raises his hand to his eyes. He's, well, for goodness sakes, what's going on? Who is that you, Dad? What are you doing? Turn the bloody lights off. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And uh, he will kind of move he'll keep them on but he will move them like further to the back of the house just so it kind of yeah. is more dim yeah um, you see him still squinting a little bit but he puts his hand down and you can see now in the light that it does appear to be Rizrin. oh son, you're home yeah it's some time yeah i guess it has i wasn't expecting you to be back i guess i can't blame you for that I, uh... Oh, well, uh, here, this is, uh, this is my friend Husk. This is his beetle, Titan. I'm assuming this massive beetle is just, like, <laughs> sitting in yep. the corner of the house. <laughs> I like to think that when, when they're not, like, you know, traveling or anything, Hurst probably just props himself up on Titan. Like, <laughs> like a boulder or something. Yeah. yeah, like a boulder. He just leans against Titan. Right. Uh, is he another one of your ranger friends? Uh, no. No, he, he is not. Uh, right. We actually met him uh, when we got out of the forest um, to make it back home. Do you want to watch out for a bit? Uh, to be honest, I've been walking for a while. I'm kind of tired. I think I'm just going to go up to my room. Oh, okay. Well, uh, well, I'll be here. Yep. He makes his way up the stairs. You know, Jessup invited Hursk over to the house awkwardly one time. <laughs> one time. Oh, Holy this I, I, I live here now, okay? That's the, house here. the poor podcast people have no idea what we're writing in chat. It's probably better it stays that yeah, way. I don't think they need <laughs> to know what you guys are. Just in his underwear. It's really awkward. <laughs> it's awkward. Neither one of them has their, like, full clothing on. <laughs> uh, uh, Hus can I unexpected. enjoy one with nature? Yeah. <laughs> this was unexpected. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, so. so uh, that happens kinda... around midnight, <laughs> so you're kind of woken up by that. But... So he kind of yeah. awkwardly looks at her and going, Ah, uh, so that uh, that was my son. Um, I, I don't really uh, see a resemblance, but, you know, humans all look the same. Yeah, kind of a. Half humanoid. Any, anywho, um, yeah, we uh, kind of don't talk much. Um, oh, he's he's half human. 
he's half elf. Uh, oh. Yeah, my my wife was elf. Oh. Elf. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, uh, I love elves. <laughs> well, I'm. Um. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So. uh... Well, I'm gonna. I'll just go back to bed here. Um, but uh, so, but uh, now that I got woken up and reminded, um, I'm not at full HP, so I'm just gonna cast a spell or two on myself to heal up. Just because coincidentally, I'm awake before my spell slots recharge. Yeah, I'm just gonna stop and just I'll go to bed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the night goes by. There are no other interruptions that occur again. Peaceful night, no dreams. And you awaken the next day. So this would be... This would be the... Final? We're not on the final day, are we? We still have a day after today, right? Uh, yes, we should have two more days. So we have this day and then another day. Okay, so... Uh, you guys can choose what checks you want to roll for this day then. Hearst would want to talk to Jessup. Okay. So, uh... A little taken aback last night. Uh, I, I didn't expect your son to show up. But... Oh, I thought you were going to talk about how I slept in my underwear. But anyway, yeah, what's up? Oh, I mean, I also sleep in my underwear. I, that's not strange. Well, I couldn't. Well, I mean, I, yeah, only, one has, on. only one of us has dark vision, so it's only awkward for one side here. Well, listen, uh, you know, other than the weird scar on your butt, I, I don't I don't have a problem. I, I don't wear a thong, Husk. That's fair. Um, <laughs> so you and your uh, uh, your son aren't real close. Is that is that what you said? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the reason why? Well, so I I was uh, recruited at the in the Rangers at a, at a fairly young age. That's coincidentally how I had met my wife when I was uh, out doing Ranger stuff. And um, was she a Ranger? No, no. I uh, I I. Kind of awkward. I, I just kind of found her uh, injured by the road on uh, one of my travels heading down to like Fandor area and kind of healed her up and uh, she just thought it was funny. Funny looking, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, kind of hit it off. Oh. So, uh, yeah. So, she knew I was a ranger and um, so, you know, we... I met her from time to time as I as I traveled um, to the area she was staying, and then um, just kind of developed from there. But um, fell in love, had Rizrin and all that. But um, you know, I was really always tied to my my ranger duties, so I wasn't really home a lot. And, um, is is he a ranger? I actually set out um, to try to get him initiated, but um, that didn't work out very well. Uh, but Brock, who um, you know. We don't. He, he's kind of around a little bit. Uh, he was actually one of my ranger buddies. Um, he's been kind of training him up a little bit in my absence, so I think he probably views Brock more of a dad than me. Uh, oh. Uh, but I think he's kind of. You know, sorry. Unfortunate. Bring this up. Ah, uh, no. Sorry. He, I think he just kind of always resented me for never being home, and then um, you know, when when my wife died and. I think he was just kind of upset that I wasn't here for when she passed, and um, he kind of blames me a little bit. Ah, I, yeah, I don't blame him. But, uh, oh, I mean, 
Better late than never. You're here now. Maybe, maybe you guys can uh, reconnect. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. Um, yeah, what? Yeah, good idea. Hey, uh, so once once we get around here, why don't you uh, why don't you head out and uh, I'll see if maybe I can um, you know have a little uh, chit chat. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, um, I'm gonna go talk to some of the town folk again. Maybe maybe try and teach them first aid again. Oh, yeah. You got any pointers you could give me or? You know, uh, anything like that? Sure. Well, uh, yeah, I can give you some pointers, and then I'm actually going to, uh, well, let me think about this. If I give you pointers, coincidentally, I can't uh, I can't help with the wall. I, I, it's it's weird. It's weird. It kind of exhausts my mental state. Oh, that, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, logistically yeah. from, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I understand. I understand completely. Okay. Yeah. No, I understand. Uh, but I, good luck. I'll do, I'll do my best. Okay. Yeah. Go, <laughs> go buy a... a a book of first aid or something. Yep, and then Hersk and Titan will make their way back to town. I okay. can't work on Just the show wall. them how you resurrected a beetle as part of your yeah. first aid. <laughs> this is how you give a beetle CPR. Okay, yep, so Hersk can make his way out to uh, try to do that last townsfolk readiness. Um, and Jessup, you are going to stay back for a little bit and maybe chat with your son. And uh, uh, sure. Kieran and Gideon, what's up with you? Because Gideon, you can't do militia drills anymore. So what else you plan on doing? Oh, nothing. You. Nothing. You know, he's he's all all his focus on is just in preparation for the day. I guess one last thing he would like to do, is there any spot that uh, would handle like letters or messages or anything like that? Yeah, they would have a post office somewhere in town. Yeah, yeah, he is going to uh, write a letter to Last Wall. We also have bird feather tokens. Can they go that fast? Far? Uh, we have sending. I don't know how far that is. Do we have two more scrolls token. of sending? Yeah, so a token that carries a small bird that can be used to deliver a small written message unerringly to a designated target. The token lasts as long as it takes to carry the message. So we have oh. six of those if you want to use one of those. Yeah, if the party doesn't mind, he will use a uh, bird feather token and he will um, send a letter to go back to be read to uh, his commanding officer and also um, his mentor. Um, from back there basically explaining everything that he has done explaining the upcoming fight and uh basically addressing that he thinks he's on the right path and you know he wishes each of them well but he knows that he's made the right choice basically okay um kieran is probably going to spend the first part of this day selling items that we've picked up because I realize we've got a bunch just sitting in the haversack so I'll have to look and see the stats so the purchase limit is 15,000 so no one item is that how it works or no? Correct you so cannot I... sell any item whose singular value is beyond that limit okay and that's going off of like full value not sale yes. value, right? Okay. Yes. So the only item that we have that's over that is the Staff of Fire. So, um... I mean, you can I... still sell sell it, but you won't get full 
Right, but how does that work if we have like three plus one bastard swords? Because they're each 7,005 gold, but there's three of them, so collectively they're over that. I think technically it doesn't matter. It's it's weird how it works. I think it's just that is there to prevent you from selling like an artifact in Feindar type of a thing. Okay, okay. So, Do you want me to log all of this stuff that I'm selling, or how do you want me to go about uh, doing that? As long as you're not a filthy cheater... I don't care. Um, I don't know, rest of the party, if there's anything. Like, do you want me to go over the things that I had well, planned uh, to sell? Hurst is using money without asking Jessup. Uh, Gideon is using the uh, bird feather without permission. So I guess you just sell whatever you want. Okay. I will do that. Then. That was Hurst's I, I, I revenge. Assumed it. Yeah. His revenge <laughs> for you forgetting about him. He's like, you know what? Yeah. I'm just going to use the party funds. I, I figure if it's in the party inventory, it's probably nothing that anybody wants. So. Except the mallet of building. Does anybody think that'll come in handy ever? Uh, Jessup actually would want that because okay. um, I'm going to see if there's something I could do with it on the wall. Okay. All right. That's fair. So not to not to run this up, but I'm just going to go through these quickly. So three bastard swords, three plus one breastplates, two plus one composite longbows, plus one flaming scorpion whip, amulet of natural armor plus one, seven cloaks of resistance, two large opals, masterwork chain shirt, one ring of protection plus one, and nine thunderstones. So, that's what I'm planning on selling. Ring of protection plus one is all? Yes. Okay. Carry on. So that's that's how Kieran's going to spend the first half of the day, is just offloading these items and giggling with glee at all this gold that he's getting collectively for the party. Um... And then for the rest of the day, I think he, um, he'll he probably try to capitalize on his success from yesterday with the defenses. So he would try to do the defenses again and again, uh, casting his make hole um, on different things. And even inside the town, not necessarily the walls, but like if there's anything else within the town that that fixing it would help with this, he would he would do that. Okay, so you're going for internal defenses today. Yes, so okay. this will be another Diplomacy 24. Okay. And Hersk, you can go ahead and roll your Townsfolk readiness as well. Can I Can I give myself guidance before rolling it for the skill check? I'm going to say no to that <laughs> one. like, no, that's trash. That, that one, that one, I don't like that one. <laughs> Would you if you had the... Um... A healer's kit? The healer's kit would just add to his actual skill. Right. So, yeah. Oh, I don't have a healer's kit. So you go buy one. I think it's, what's that, 50 or 100 gold? Uh, I think it's 50 gold for a healer's kit. It gives you, know you a plus two circumstance bonus, I think, on heal skill. I'm going to grab one before going that's, to that's, I think I said first aid kit, but that's what I meant was the to buy that. Excellent. Healer's kit. Get in. And show them show the different, uh, you know pieces of a healer's kit yeah 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 i like it half ah, a roll really letter. a two a two really oh that's so sad is that was with, it, was is that with the healer's there? kit that's with the healer's kit <laughs> oh. come on marvelous marvelous two on the die that's just uh, not good as cpr my friend uh yeah this is uh scissors for cutting yeah and then uh, uh pokey pokey thing here <laughs> And then we, 
his go ahead with <laughs> the second half of his day. He will um, try to get, gather reinforcements from some of the other freed uh, slaves and previous groups of survivors. So that's fine. I would like to bring up, I, I should have brought this up before we started rolling for these. So you can only do three. So if Jessup planned on doing the walls... Oh, that was it. So we can't do four. So it's fine. If yeah, the I don't party can collectively do three actions a day. You can f- flavorfully do it though. That you're still working with. Yeah, you can flavor that. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's still training recruits and still working towards getting more people and training the militia. His daily routine, I think, has been largely unchanged, even though the mechanical benefits have stopped. Okay. So that brings it, I think, just back to Jessup. We can do your role play and then after that you can roll your check on the walls yeah so I guess uh, Jessup, is, do I know if Rizrin's still in his room it's like the door shut or something the door is shut but you do hear a periodic noise on the other side like something hitting the wall no. so he'll kind of knock on the door hey uh Rizrin you uh you in there yeah yeah I'm here um yeah I was just wondering if uh you had a couple minutes just wanted to chat real quick had something uh important to talk about uh, sure. Uh, door's not locked. Uh, he'll open up. You open the door and you see he's he's actually lying back on his bed. He's kind of propped up a little get a, a little bit against the back of the bed, and he's got a knife in his hand, and he's actually got a series of knives, and he's just kind of like tossing them at a target that like a wooden target that's actually affixed to the wall opposite the room, and you can see that it's hitting the wall, hitting the target, and like. There's currently like five knives in there, and they're almost all like centered right around the the bullseye. Oh, looks like uh, Brock's been teaching you pretty well. Yeah, I've been doing this a while. I bet. So, uh, yeah, it's good to see you back here. I um, so I don't know if did Brock uh, anybody kind of fill you in about the impending doom on Long Shadow here in a couple days. Uh, yeah, he said something. He didn't say a whole lot, uh, because I came back so late, but he, he said something was going on. So, yeah, I, um, you know, this is kind of tough for me to, uh, kind of chat about with you, um, but, uh, long story short here, I, um, actually left, um, here recently, by recently, you know, a few weeks ago, um, so I was actually going to see if maybe I could get you recruited into the Rangers, you know, put some of that uh, skill into action, you know, for, for Nermathos and all that. And um, actually ran into a lot of trouble. Um, the Einfain Legion, you know, if you've heard about them, pretty much slaughtered almost all the Rangers we have left. And then um, actually they're on the way here to take over Longshadow. Uh, we got about two days and I think there's about an army of about a thousand or so. He kind of looks at you, and like it's trying to gauge all that. He's like, uh, "Okay, um, I'll be honest. None of your other expeditions or anything really had a whole lot of uh, danger to him. So that's that's a lot all at once. Is there yeah. something you want me to do?" Um, well, kind of stay safe, really. And, um, didn't know if maybe you wanted to help out and defend the good old town of Longshadow alongside us. I mean, you know, 
Like, maybe I can go out at night or something, but, you know, I'm not a big fan of going into town during the day. I know, but, um, there won't be a, a town left in a couple days if we don't succeed. Yeah, well, to be honest, I haven't really felt like I've been a part of this town all that much, but you probably wouldn't be too aware of that. Uh, guess not. Not really, but, um, you know, I do love you, kid. Hope you know that, but, um, yeah, I hope you, you want to help out here and, you know, I know that you're not a fan of everybody and, um, you know, people treating you and looking at you different, but, um, you know, this could be a golden opportunity for you to kind of show them your stuff and show them you are somebody not to be looked at, but looked up to. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll think about it. Okay. Well, I'm going into town. Um, we don't really have a lot of time left, so maybe uh, after we can, you know, we can go out, uh, have a drink or something, or dinner, or just talk more. Uh, or I can just watch you throw knives. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. Um, the pathfinders that I was out with are still in town. They wanted to talk a bit, so I. I don't know if if I'll be busy or not, but I'll let you know. Well, it was a good talk. Appreciate it, and um, I'll see you later. Yeah. He shuts the door and kind of whispers under his breath. I think that could have mildly gone better. Time to go build a wall. I'm good at that. Build a wall around emotions. Let's go. <laughs> I'm a real dad. <laughs> so, yeah, you can... Roll your check on the wall. So, uh, Jessup would like to use the hammer, give that to the crew, um, to be able to help put the wall together at a faster pace. Let's say maybe cut the time down by a third. Uh, so the hammer only does 100, like, nail equivalents. So I could That's see... One per minute. <laughs> you could maybe cut it down, like, an hour. I was just going to do uh because investigative mind cuts it it would yeah. be i'd only have to use two versus three it, it doesn't matter i will still flavor give them the hammer maybe to give myself a potential circumstance bonus for my advantages we shall see oh, you, you, need, you needed the advantage I'm so for glad that time. I spent those okay yeah so 13 uh, just obviously he did really good the first day coming out a little distracted from his mild conversations and then, uh, yeah, but just by the hair, my chin-chin-chin. Okay, yeah. So the second day, you guys all go out, do your tasks again. Are there any other uh, final moments that day that you wanted to go over? Nope. We've no. done. We've attempted three now, right? You have now attempted three. You have a single day left. There are a total of six possible actions that can still be done, but you can only do three of them tomorrow. And you're updating that currently on the journal. Yes. Yep. So I am. See what's left. I the handout is up to date. 
Yes. <clears throat> oh crap! Where is that under? Uh, it's under the book three There's... handouts, long shadow defenses. So Chase. Okay. As the day approaches, uh, Gideon's going to use his commune to try to figure out where um, the best location for him and the party to be uh, might be as far as each which gate. And I'm sure it might be unclear and it depends on their knowledge, but he's just going to ask and we can figure that out later, whether the north gate or the uh, east or south. Yeah, so you... Yeah, if you were to do that, I'll just give you like a general sense of things. Yeah, that's what um, I was looking for. You would basically get the response that the southern gate is probably not as important as the northern gate and the eastern gate, I believe, if I am recalling correctly. Mm -hmm. And he asked if we should split the party. <laughs> um, okay, unclear. <laughs> no, Jason would be like, yes. <laughs> yes. Well, for reasons that you'll be aware of later, it doesn't really matter because you'll end up in the same spot. Yeah, because it <gasps> well, it just it uses the same similar rules to how things went in Rise of the Rune Lords at Sandpoint, where yeah. it, it's Ugh. it is very much not that, but it is along the same lines of that. Chances are yeah. you'll you'll see them move to where they are and have time. Yeah, it's not so, like they're gonna do a two front attack. Yeah. Or... Even if even if you started out in different areas, you'd. You'd end, you'd, end, up, you'd end up in the same place. Okay. So. Okay. I agree so, with those votes. You guys go back to your individual rooms again, I assume? Imagine that we'd all meet up for dinner or something yeah. and Kieran would be like, Oh, Titan's back. That's really neat, Hurst. How'd you, how'd you do that? Uh... I had a dream that I brought him back and I went to the temple to visit his body and uh, I just kind of touched him and he, he came back. He woke up. Uh, he's still not tip-top, but he's alive, it seems. Or maybe it was a blessing by the gods themselves. Uh, he takes a sip and realizes that there are only dregs left in his beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm... I'm glad your dream came true, seemingly. I'm also glad that my dreams do not come true. Uh, how was your evening? Did you sleep well? Any activity or anything going on? Is is Jessup with us? I'm going to say no just for this conversation because I want to oh. see where it goes. I want to hear what kind of activity. Pretty. Uh, oh, shush you. Pretty, pretty bland, but uh, you know, me and uh, me and me and um, Jessup were just hanging out at his house and uh, doing what bros do, and uh, his son showed up. Uh, that was awkward. Right, I I remember him talking about his son. I I guess I didn't really strike me that he'd be here. That's I never realized he had one. What's he like? Does he take after Jessup? Uh yeah, they look they look almost identical. Really? That's unfortunate for him. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. 
Kieran. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You know, it's all in good fun. Jessup just, like, annoyingly starts having, like, a stroke in the street. Like, oh, what? I, li I like to think that this is when Jessup arrives at the table. Hey, Jessup. <laughs> hey, Jessup, how's your perception? Ah, not very good. Good. Although, uh, I'm, I'm told that he's, uh, he he's a half, uh, half-elf. Uh, his son is... I guess Jessup's wife was a was an elf. Uh, I don't I don't think I realized that. Sure, I knew about that. I haven't really asked too many questions about his wife. It's a, a sensitive subject. I think I haven't wanted to really pry, but I guess it would have been evident by his son. Yeah, but like I said, they look almost identical. Uh, you can't even tell them apart. Saying, well, I'd like to meet him. He's probably around my age or so, maybe a bit younger. I'm not sure. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. I'm not good with with human ages. I'm, I'm not good with those. Well, I guess that begs the question: Do half elves age at the same rate as humans? I don't know if I've ever thought about that. Really, Gideon, do you do you know? About about the same. Yeah. Oh, is it about the same? All right. Well. Maybe. Maybe we're about the same age then. I, I don't know. Jessup seems like he could be the age of, of my father. We're touched with some of the longevity of our, our elven halves, but um, we won't live for centuries like they might. Wait, 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 wait. We? Gideon? Well, yes. Wait, what? Um, And he kind of pulls his hair back and yeah you can see he's had he's changed cloaks a while ago so he no longer appears humanoid but maybe something you didn't notice um, oh, you have to always wear that helmet i mean even when we're eating you have the helmet on all the time <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a safety precaution a, a bad habit i picked up um i'm yeah. just kidding i've noticed for a while but again it's not something that really you just bring up in conversation since we've uh, no. subjects and all Oh, well, there was a reason. What did I... we notice? Oh, uh, he's a half elf. Yeah. Who is? Gideon is. Oh. Okay. Like Hurst said, we all we all look the same to him, so I'm sure it didn't make no difference. Pretty much. Interesting. Well, maybe we'll get to to meet him. Maybe Jessup will introduce him to us. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't bring it up. Doesn't doesn't seem like they're on. Uh... Too friendly of terms, uh, yeah, so I, I, I probably wouldn't bring it up. But that's just me. As you say cool. that, Kieran's eyes kind of narrow a little bit, and he just nods. A soul subject. Uh, well, oh, well, hey my... guys! Uh, my late. Oh, uh, uh, no, you're you're fine. We've we've only started the first course. How are you, Jessup? Oh, you know. Dandy. Getting that wall together. You were successful today? No problems? Yeah, we did it. Right. Hey, I heard you have a son and he showed up at your house. Oh, dear lord. Oh, uh, yeah, he did. Right, well, where is he? Were you going to introduce him to us? Oh, yeah, I think uh, oh, he was actually meeting some, uh, some uh, Pathfinder uh, people that he's been... Uh, Hanging out with. I, I don't know what they're doing, but uh, probably some cool stuff. Cool oh, he's one of the one of the famed Pathfinders. You, you must be proud. I'm I'm sure. 
Right. Interesting. Well, that's that's he's probably been a while since you've seen him, right? Yep. Uh, huh. I, I I hate to be so um, direct, uh, Jessa, but you seem a bit less talkative than than normal. Everything okay with your son? Oh yeah, fine. I just still have a little bit of that mild uh, kind of charisma damage. That's that's all. You know, if mm. you go shopping at the church, they could probably take that take care of that for you. Yeah, you should have brought something up. I, I, if you go out of school with it, I could have cast it for you. That's all right. I think with steadily one more good night's sleep, and I'll be back to my good old self. I think That's very convenient. Today yeah, was half price scrolls at the church. My yeah, right? the yep, yep. Was yep, a sale fifty percent off. That's what they said. That doesn't sound like a follow to Abaddon to me. No, it wasn't. Right. A it wasn't. Abaddon. No. Oh right, no, it was some shady looking guy. Says he worships Hadragash or something, but I'm sure it's yeah. all the same. Oh yeah, yeah. No, don't, don't worry about that. So, Malani, forgive my chess. So we got one more day to kind of get some things uh, bolstered up here. Yeah, it hasn't really sunk in. I think. Um, I, I don't know. Beast. I don't feel nervous about it, but probably should be. I mean, this is a big deal. It's like I think the these last two days have been uh, a lot uh, more relaxing for some reason. Right. Well, it's interesting. Most of the fighting that we've done has been sprung upon us. We haven't really had time to think about it, but to have this kind of looming over our heads is it's eerie. It's eerie that we're sitting here enjoying drinks when you know, in two days we could all be dead. Just we'll kind of look around um, the inn or wherever we're at and just kind of look around to the, the other patrons that are there. This can he hear or see? Is there any... Does everything, like, it's going on normally? Kind of like Kieran said? Or does it seem like people might be getting a little bit more nervous? Or, you know, what, what's, I guess, the feel? Uh, go ahead and roll a sense motive. I'll, uh, I'll participate in this. My own check. I won't aid. But I want to get right. a vibe. Will not. I also will not. I'm consistent. <laughs> So, I'm average. Gideon, you're looking around and people, you know, they, they have smiling faces. They're, they they seem to be acting fairly optimistic. Uh, Jessup, you're looking at them and you can tell that while they appear optimistic, it is it is kind of like an optimistically tense sort of situation. Like you can see most of their smiles are half fake. Like they're they're trying to make an optimistic look at things, but there's definitely a, a level of tension that is uh, noticeable for you. The hour approaches. We're, we're com- we, uh, this is the same place we named, right? I forget the name that we call it. Yeah, the, uh, oh crap, what did we call it? The Something. Fresh Flask. Yeah, the Fresh Flask. Fresh yes. Flask. Have, have we seen the mayor at all? Has he been coming? Or not? Uh, he has been coming. He doesn't seem to be there today. Okay. I just didn't know if he's, like, held up all, like, crazy, knowing that he had three serial killers no, 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 with yeah. him for weeks on end. <laughs> You've seen him for a while. He's. It seems right. like he's slowly getting back on his feet a little bit, but it did seem to be quite a quite a bit of a shock to him. So, well, you know, just about kind of just keep his voice down. You know, it's impending doom here for some people, for sure, but um, you just got to make the best of it. Can't really about 
too much about what's going to happen tomorrow or the day after. Otherwise, you kind of ruin the moment now. As few as possible, Jessa. If, if this had been different circumstances, we probably should have tried to evacuate the town. But <laughs> I don't know where they'd go. Well, a long shadow cannot fall. You could ask Kursk on that, but uh, I mean, it's treacherous out there in the Hallowed Hills. I don't know how a ton of people would fare. Um, it's probably, you know, with your guys' expertise, probably one of the best defensive positions we could really kind of ask for, for what it's worth. Well, I suppose time will tell how things will play out, and hopefully in two days' time we'll all be able to sit back down and have a drink again. Sounds good! Cheers! Cheers! Cheers. Kind of tap the glasses and start to drink, and then just mid-drink, Jessup will turn and spit it out. And Oh, yeah! I heard that the well was fixed! I don't know where they got the money for that! It was just... Wasn't it just last... A couple nights ago that it was broken? That's really weird. Yeah, we were there. I don't know. Apparently that they must have uh, gotten the funds around or something. Okay, that makes me really nervous, though, because those creatures were really intent on fixing the well, so now that it's fixed, do you think that they're gonna come up through the well into town? And all the while, Kieran's got, like, sweat running back down the back of his neck, like, oh, shoot, did I just um, fix their entrance point into the town? Oh, <laughs> Jessica will look and be like, oh, I mean, it's just a well. You're kind yeah, of Gideon. We should probably check that later. Yeah, we'll make sure, though. I, I do Thanks. think, if I remember correctly, it did add defense points, so we should, we should be fine. Oh yes, that intangible number that we've seen on the walls outside of town just keeps going up. That's a good sign, I think. Well, according to Milani, that's how she's communicated to me our, our defense. Oh yeah, position. you should, you should ask. You should use that thing where you commune with your gods and deities and ask them if uh, the well-being fixed, good or bad. Uh, I, I would just, I, I would just, but it's, it's not something you use lightly. Believe it or not, the gods don't like to be talked all the time every day about each little detail. Don't you commune them every day? Oh, uh, not every day. Oh. When it's important. When well, you ask them, normally. Direction, guidance, comfort. Like how to get from point A to point B? Sometimes. Isn't that trivial? It depends. It depends on where you're going and why. Oh, philosophy. I gotcha. More of a metaphorical way. location. Yeah. Uh, I aim to follow a very, I think, rigid path, and the directions are not always obvious to me. I've told you before, I aim to become one of Milani's exalted. My hope is that I will be able to continue living this life and any other life I might have, defending all well, the small folk of Galarian. I feel very passionately about the people here. I appreciate it. I hope we just get through the next two or three days. Question I had for you, Gideon, though. You worship multiple gods, don't you? I've never really heard of that. Usually it's just one. Oh, uh, well, yes. Uh, the, the... When I was raised by the Knights of Lastwall, of course, I was trained in the way of Iomadai, and I, I served the Inheritor quite well. 
and I found myself devoted to her cause and, and protecting the inner sea from the undead threats and others that, that threaten our way of life. But um, as, I, as I grew older, I, I met a, a spiritual advisor, I guess you could say, um, who worshipped uh, one who uh, the inheritor called Sister and Milani. And I, I know that she championed the cause for lots of internal strife within the NSCs. And I, I learned at a young age that there are many peoples in need of help and not just the defenders of Last Wall. And I felt particularly called um, to go elsewhere. But I, I still have faith in the Inheritor and I, I still believe in her vision. I just think that, well, power must be kept in check and I'm not sure how long good order can be maintained in this world and so I serve both you look over and Kieran's playing with a cat that's in the bar and he looks oh right yes right that sounds great Gideon right I agree with all that you said that's alright Kieran oh, that's no the, the bar maiden's cat Viscus it is my yeah. devotion and my faith. It doesn't need to be understood by others. It's fine. Yeah, that's one thing I didn't pick up from my education. I don't put much stock in the gods. I know they exist, but they've never served me. All my powers come from me and myself. Well, some might disagree with you, but let's, let's not debate the philosophies of where arcane knowledge comes from. Oh, no, no, I want you to convert me right here, right now, Gideon. Give me your best shot. <laughs> At uh, proselytization, well, believe it or not, I'm, I'm not too interested in it. I believe that it's important for each person to pave their own way, and so long as you don't serve an evil deity, I'll probably be fine with your way of life. Jessup will do a verbal duel with Kieran. <laughs> Kieran's going to need a couple more kinds uh, of <laughs> ale before he does that. I mean, as it stands now, Kieran, we don't see eye to eye on everything. But I think you're doing what's right, and well, here we both are, defending Long Shadow. Two paths, same place, both doing what's good. That doesn't seem bad to me. Interesting point. Doing what's right. Sometimes I wonder about that. What is right? What is wrong? How do I know that what I'm doing is right? Or that what I've done in my past is wrong? Hmm. I don't know. Man. I just came to get a beer with you guys. You guys are getting deep over here. Well, Listen, you know, I'm, I'm not deep enough in to get loosened up yet. This is... I need more to drink. And, un well, and unfortunately, I'm a talker enough when we do get to religion or philosophy. I don't need drinks to get going. I, we can all at least agree that the right thing is to kick some Legion butt in a couple of days. I'll drink to that. Sure. I'll drink to that. I feel much stronger today than I did yesterday or the day before, so confident that we'll we'll push back this attack. And Jessup, you'll be able to add our heroics to your stories as you continue on spreading our name and heroics as a bard. Got a lot of stories. Oh, and Kira, I've been working on this one and Jessup will kind of make a little space at the bar near the table. And he does the worm. Oh! Kieran kind of like 
has a shocked look, an almost horrified look on his face, and he's like, Oh. Jumps up. Oh dear, Avatar, what is he doing? Does I he did the Frampton! There's other people in here. They all know me, they can get a good laugh. He kind of whispers, Unless they think that we're the only hope, then I maybe just kind of screwed it over. You're much more lithe than I expected you to be, Jessup. I feel a lot better today. Good. Alright, well, we'll need it. And we will. We will need it. Okay. And the conversation continues long into the night. Yep. Yeah, and it just ends with... Uh, Gideon really is not interested in converting people to see his same worldview, but he does think that the gods can help people in their lives. <laughs> and uh, he just gives like a, a final uh, word to, to Kieran to basically this, you know, even if you don't put your stock in them, maybe look for their acting hand. They might be there in ways you don't always care to see. Even in the arcane even in the divine. I think they exist in both. To clarify, like, Kieran isn't Nayari in that he says, like, Hates oh, the, the gods. gods don't do right. anything for me, and you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, he totally acknowledges they have powers, and that there are people right. who channel those powers, and, you know, Gideon is an example of that. It's just in his own personal life. He's never... Essentially, he doesn't have cleric or divine casting levels mm. so gotcha. he doesn't personally actually story on that I used to be cleric is that real really yep yep for, With, for uh... whom what's that for whom whom That's did a good you question. say uh, I must consult with the GM. <laughs> Father was, Nolan, he it was a. I was waiting to see. Arastal. Arastal. I was thinking because uh, I, I followed Tesla, but I'm like, that's not who it was. Yeah, Father was Nolan was, Father Nolan was a cleric for Arastal. That's as bad as when. I broke immersion. When uh, was it Hearst guest who what Kieran's dragon? Yeah. I was like, um, Babadook. It was the Babadook. Blue Blubadon. Uh, were you actually Blubadon. mechanically a cleric Blubadon. though, for a little while? Yeah. Yep. Blubadon the blue. So uh, Blubadon the blue. Yeah. So was, did you say Lesnus? Arastor. Arastor. Not Arastor. That's a different it's one. Rune Lord. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I. You know. <laughs> in a different in a, in a different uh, reality, I may or may not have been called uh, the Scribbler. So <laughs> that was not a Lazarus. That was Lamash too. Are you telling Crap. me? Are you telling me, Jessup? That how hammered to... is Jessup? <laughs> Obviously, yeah. They used to call you Father Jessup. Do you? You uh, were responsible for a community. Well, kinda, sorta. So, you know, my father, Father Nolan. My father, Father Nolan, father, no. yes, I, I'm was, aware. Uh, you know, I tried to uh, follow and uh, under his steps and out of his feet, and um, just kind of didn't work out. The click thing really wasn't uh, for me, um, and uh, kind of just spent some time, you know, figuring out what I wanted to do, and um, took the ways of being a, a ranger to help those um, in need, and kind of went the bardic path. Uh, I can tell you haven't lost a rascal's sense of community, even if it's not one. I can see you care about the people here in Long Shadow, and all across near Mathis, it seems. Yeah, so kind of follow a dozen at this point in time, but, uh, you know, uh, kind of more loosey-goosey. 
a traveler. Well, that's what I did. A lot of time traveled pretty much all around Nimathas. Looking for people, trying to recruit some great prospects into the ranges. Who was your greatest recruit? What was the best person you ever recruited into the rangers? Well, probably Cobb. Who? Cobb? Hmm? I thought you said God. Then I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you recruited you oh, you God? Know. You didn't oh, you know. You, you didn't know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Knowledge, religion, on God. Religion for God. God. Um, <clears throat> no, Cobb. Cobb. When we met Cobb, did he come here or not? I can't remember. You, uh, uh, yeah, you met Cobb. He he was in Fort Trevelle. He's like, yeah, he's practically he's for yeah, Trevally he's practically the, the de facto leader of the Rangers. He's not like a <laughs> warden or anything because there are none left really. But he's basically the leader of the of the Rangers. There are no wardens left. Well, no, they're true. pretty much all dead. <laughs> oh. <Answer was>, <laughs> oh. That's crazy. I didn't realize that. Yeah, Story the Rangers got up. really wiped. They got they got <laughs> wrecked. Like they're not yeah, they're they not did. in a good spot. So huh. uh that was the, he he was the one that we uh I, I thought I recognized, you know, what those doppelgangers, but it, it wasn't him, it was just some other random ranger guy. Uh I, I think I met Cobb once. He did he did seem like a fine gentleman. Yeah. It's probably uh I guess if you want to call it my greatest recruit, um <laughs> Probably sounds morbid, but probably one of my only surviving recruits, really, at this point. No, I didn't mean to touch this sort of subject, but I'm sure Cobb will become a great warden someday, or something greater. Yeah, I mean, I, um, rangers come in all shapes and sizes and uh, different beliefs. Well, you've certainly have proven that. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> First, <laughs> definitely splurts beer out of that. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, I just want that meme of emotional damage. <laughs> emotional damage. <laughs> insert here. I think Jessup took like emotional drain. If that's a thing. <laughs> More Gideon's damage from it. You Gideon guys are just ruthless. on your shoulders, like <laughs> I'm sorry, friend. It's just he kind of looks at Gideon and. I'm gonna need a restoration after that. Yeah, well, I'll buy you your next drink. Uh, I apologize. Uh, any w- wigs on the bar, mate? Uh, you bore this poor man a double. Apparently, um, I don't need more than one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank God for inspiring courage. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, I got a lot of courage to give out, apparently. Uh, so, uh, anywho, so I feel uh, pretty good with a bow. Not too. Yeah, not too bad. I used to be better, but uh, yeah, I tried to recruit all those. Um, you know, the Rangers were a little bit more open with who they recruited into their ranks, as long as really your uh, primary focus was to fight for uh, Nimbathos and against Malthoon, really. So um, I was a little bit more picky with, with my recruits. I am, um, you know, it, it's, I don't want to make it sound terrible, but, uh, you know, I didn't really want to recruit any, uh, you know, crazy psychopaths that would um, you know kind of go in charge first and uh, put others in dangers because you know usually the rangers worked in a core unit so you know you need to be able to trust those around you so those I recruited were those that I would say that um, if I had to be paired up with them I would be honored to do so I know a thing or two about trust 
That's, that's what it takes to be a soldier. Foundation of any good community, foundation of a good soldier. I thought I was taught that by the, the, the Knights of Ozum, the uh, commanding officer at the time. He, he used to always say that. Trust makes a good soldier. He'd always repeat it. Hmm. Well, well, it's getting late. I should probably uh, head back home. It's been uh, fun being roasted by you fine gentlemen. Anytime. Uh, next time, bring your son. We can roast him as well. And next Wait, time, Hursk. Hursk, next uh, time. Yes. We learned uh, something new about you. We learned about Jessup. He was a cleric. He was yeah. a cleric of a rastal. I know a rastal. I, I like him. How well, drunk we'll is Gideon? <laughs> <laughs> we'll learn about you next time. Yeah, well, I, uh... He's sharing secrets now. Is that what the point of this is? Next time. Ooh. Next time, Gideon has no more secrets for today. Kind of looks at Kieran. You may have to help him back to the maze, please. He kind of looks at Jessup and he's like, I think he's only had one drink. Don't worry. <laughs> I will not falter. I can just picture the chair tipping back <laughs> as he falls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he okay. got the stiff stuff. <laughs> All right. So you he guys. Lost, he lost count of his drinks and went a little over than he meant to. Yep. So you guys head back to your uh, individual rooms again. Uh, and so Jessup and Hurst go into the homestead and. Kieran is staying with the mayor and Gideon is staying with the mayor again. Okay. Yeah, Kieran will help Gideon home. Walk right, him right. walk him back yep. to the mayor's so he doesn't get lost or get himself in trouble. Uh, think... Thank you, Kieran. I think You're Jessup a would, uh... good man. <laughs> would uh I guess I'm assuming Hurst would come back. I don't know if he went back with Jessup when he left or not, but uh try to do the same thing we would do if he's good with it, just uh one of us stay awake, <laughs> the other one fall asleep. Just in case. Yep. Okay. Pants. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, pants optional. Hey, you know. Wait a minute. We got a lot of great ideas for today's episode title: Jessup's Pumpkin Farm. <laughs> pants, pants optional. optional. Girls for the Colonel. <laughs> no, no shoes, no shirt. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yep, yeah, you guys all head to sleep for that night knowing that you only have that one day remaining and during this night i would like gideon and hersk to roll will saves oh it happens oh man i hope i ah! fail i really hope i fail is this bad can i, can oh, I come just, on can i just <laughs> willingly can i just willingly fail the well ability? the is first save is at a minus 10 penalty so it's a oh, hard okay, one perfect. Okay, yeah. we're good. We're good. We're chilling. We're chilling. Yeah. This is something to be yes. excited about. I know, right? Like we're gonna <laughs> get emotional damage, but exactly we're excited about it. About yeah. Emotional, emotional damage. damage. <laughs> plus, so, plus mechanical fatigue. But we want it. Yeah. But yeah. we want it. Now you can go ahead and roll another will save without the penalty. All right. Now this one we want to be good on because we still get the story, but we don't get as much bad. <laughs> you first, Hersk. Woo! Okay. Oh, to goodness that he's just trolling you guys. So both of you will go with... I'll roll a d2, see who we go with first. Mm. 
Oh, One boy. is Gideon, two is Hursk. Two. Going with Hursk ah. first. Ah. So Hursk, you're there at Jessup's homestead. You're kind of leaning against uh, Titan there. Pantsless. Yep, yep. And as one would be. Yep. You begin to doze off as he takes his turn staying awake. And within a few moments, you feel a breeze. You open your eyes and you find that you're standing in the center of the vast openness that is the Nesmian Plains. You can see for miles. You are alone, except for Titan, who's there at your side as usual. But besides the two of you, there's not a soul in sight. The gentle breeze blows through your thick beard. The hot sun beats upon your brow and drives the cold of winter away. A sudden crash from behind startles you from your stupor. You hear the cries of dozens of dwarven voices and the sounds of battle. Your skin prickles, a chill runs through your veins. The sun tinges orange and then red. The wind grows harsh and the smell of blood assaults you. You turn, unable to stop yourself, and now find that you're standing atop a small hill in the hollow hills. And before you, at the base of this hill, lies a caravan in ruins. Dozens of dwarves lay dead amidst great pools of blood that flow like a stream and congeal, coalesce, and begin to climb the hill and gather at your feet. You see the mark of Skelt on the wagons and on the uniforms of the dwarves. You step forward through this shallow stream of blood, Titan close behind you. You feel the blood almost tug at your feet. It's like you're having to walk through mud. You reach the caravan. You see the dead bodies. You kneel beside one, and as you do, it speaks. Its vacant dead eyes don't move. It doesn't blink. But it stares, and its gaze just pierces through you, past you. But the words it speaks stick. They pierce like arrows in your chest. Traitor. You open your mouth to speak. You try to defend yourself. You say it was a mistake. You didn't know. The wind gusts around you. The blood crawls up your legs. You gasp and shield your eyes from all the debris that's flying around in the wind. But then it all stops. You open your eyes. You stand in a large courtroom. Shadowed figures sit behind raised platforms, behind great iron desks, and they scowl at you. Their contempt is palpable. You feel your arms and legs go numb, yet you do not fall due to the chains on your wrists that hold you aloft. Titan, still at your side. A large hammer wielded by one of the shadowed figures smashes into the desk in front of him. A single word rings out. It echoes in the chamber. Then again, now spoken with multiple voices, it echoes louder until a cacophonous choir resounds and threatens to split your ears with a single word. Guilty! Dozens of hands made of black shadow rise up from the floor around you. They grasp your arms, your legs, your shoulders. They grasp Titan. They squeeze tight around you. They pull you to the ground. You struggle to no avail. 
One hand rises above the others with a sharp knife in its grip. You see your eyes frantically going back and forth. You see Titan, these arms, begin to rip his legs right from his body, tearing him apart. You see this hand that has risen above the others with the knife. It slowly descends towards your face. You try to close your eyes, but the hands peel back your eyelids and force you to watch. You scream in anguish as this knife begins to touch your cheek and cut, but not into your flesh, but at your beard, shaving it, rending it, ripping it from your skin, and just as the final hair snaps, everything goes black, and you wake up. You take... Oh my goodness. That was well written, Jason. You take seven points of damage. Ah. You succeeded on the consecutive rolls, so you do not take any charisma damage. Do... Okay, question. Am I recalling from when we first met Hursk, did you say that his beard was shorter? Yes. Shorter than it should have been for a dwarf his age. No further questions. No further questions, Your Honor. (laughs) From across... From across town, Karen wakes up screaming, Guilty! And has a dagger in his hand for some reason. It's his glaive. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to Gideon. Gideon, you close your eyes as you settle into bed, feeling optimistic about the future. And as you fall asleep, you hear... The jangling, 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 sorry. You hear the jangling of chains. And you open your eyes, kind of squinting, curious what's going on, where this is coming from. You find yourself surrounded, encircled, by a dozen iron gibbets that almost form prison bars around you. Each contains the emaciated body of a beaten, bloody, and dying humanoid figure. A black void stretches out infinitely beneath you, above you, to your left, your right, in all directions. Yet you and the gibbets are perfectly illuminated. A foul stench wafts from behind one of these iron cages as a hideous beast emerges. You recognize it immediately as a a bar guest, but massive, hulking, even more than a greater bar guest. It grows as it circles. And just outside this ring, you see, after a a turn or two, it becomes nearly a hundred times your size. Like some massive deity. It glares down at you. It sneers as drool leaks from its open maw. Kill. The command rolls off its tongue like a putrid mist that envelops you, chokes you. You feel your arm rise up. In your grasp is a bent and rusty mace in the shape of a wilted rose. You step forward towards one of the gibbets, and the iron bars dissolve. Mace in hand, you pull back and prepare to swing down on the nearly dead woman now lying helpless on the black void at your feet. Her eyes plead for mercy. You summon every ounce of strength to stop yourself. But like an observer in your own body, you can't do anything. Panicked, you call out, 
a prayer to Milani to free you of the power that controls you. The beast above howls in wretched laughter. Your meager goddess cannot save you. She couldn't even save herself. You feel a drop of liquid on your head. You look up at the beast. Between its fangs, you see the severed head of Milani herself, her blood dripping onto you. Your face goes white. You scream, and in that moment, your hand swings down with rapid force, and you feel a sickening thud and crack. The familiar sensation of striking flesh and breaking bone. The corpse of the woman lays motionless at your feet. You reach out a hand to heal her. It's not too late. But as you cast your spell, and your hands glow with radiant healing energy, it suddenly bursts into a cleansing white flame. It burns your hand and arm. You recoil in confusion and look at your hand to see only skeletal bones. Your flesh burned away just as positive energy would do to any undead. The beast chuckles. With your own hand, you murdered an innocent, a prisoner, defenseless, you monster. Tears form in your eyes as you look up at once more to curse the beast, but it is gone. Instead, you see the regal divinity of Iomade herself de descending out of the void in a brilliant beam of light. Feelings of hope and shame assail you, and you lift your voice to petition her. You try to say it wasn't you. You couldn't stop it. You're sorry. She stares at you. And just when you feel like you're about to see her face of redemption, forgiveness, her serenity twists in disgust as she turns away from you. Once more, that sickening wretched laughter comes from behind you. You feel as if your heart could burst, the emotions well up and transform into pure physical agony. Even the Lady of Valor agrees. Irredeemable monster. You tilt your head back just as the beast's jaws surround you and snap closed. And then you wake up. You take also seven points of damage. Both of you are fatigued. But other than that, the next morning comes. Kieran and Jessup, you would have noticed this as they were sleeping. You might have even tried to rouse them, but they were almost like in a trance, like a coma. But it seems like the effect did not last terribly long. Only maybe an hour goes by, and they seem to recover. You don't... They don't have that pained expression on their face, though they do still look like they've been, like, seen a ghost or something. And the morning comes. You are all awake. With the final day before the invasion still before you, unsure of whether or not you had the success in delaying them, but preparing just in case that they come either at the end of the day or in the next morning. And I think that is where we will pick it up next time.